the fourth one-on-one podcast, coming to you live from exactly where we are. My name is Zorro Daddy, and today I welcome ABDLer, Dipster, Kinkster, Muncher, Daddy, Ops Specialist, one of the nicest souls I've ever met, friend, and oh so much more, Daddy Hugs A Lot. Hello, Daddy Hugs A Lot. Hi, Nate. Thanks for the great introduction. <laughs> that works well. This is your last chance to run. <laughs> no, I'm no you're, that's right. In for a penny, in for a pound. Works well. Now, making this episode a two-for-one special is ABDLer, Kinkster, Muncher, Crinkler, Little One with a Hard Work Ethic, Millennial, Fine Upstanding Gent, except when he's sitting down, Speaker of the Heart and of the Mind, Friend and Oh So Much More, Baby Hugs a Little. Hello, Baby Hugs a Little. Hi. Nice to see you, Nick. It's nice to be seen, and this is your last chance to run. I think we're into it. Pretty you guys are screwed oh, now, that's sorry. for sure. I got them tied oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly anywhere. <laughs> oh, you've got dun, to... dun. It's that kind of a podcast. Okay. <laughs> now, returning as the guest antagonizer, which, given where we are, seems a little inappropriate, so I will call him the resident antagonizer, is <laughs> husband, but not mine. Daddy, but also not mine. Couldn't Munch, <laughs> Munch, creator, leader, and implementer, as well as friend, to name just a few things he is, mm. P.A. Daddy. Hello, P.A. Daddy. Hello, hello. Thunderous applause. Thunderous Th- applause. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, oh my, wow. Woo! Wow, from the, wow. Gallery. Wow, That's how hard right. was it to edit that clapping in? I'm not real sure. <laughs> We're never going to be able to do that again. It's right? really authentic, too. Wow, yeah. the special effects budget. Nate, I'm, I'm impressed. It's, it's through the roof. It's yeah. through the roof at wow. this point. You hired extras. I can't believe it. <laughs> Now, next thing I say is where, where I'll get sued. So here we oh, go. here we go. All right. So, like in episode four, The Voyage Home or A New Hope, depending oh. on which star you align with, P.A. Daddy will attempt to derail anything and everything about this recording. Are you up for that, P.A. Daddy? I'm always up for that. That's that's literally like my mission in life. That's, that, that's why they fired me from being a train conductor. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. All right, that was, that was fucking funny. I don't care what you guys <laughs> say. <laughs> uh, where's the person with the laugh track? Right? No. Oh, what, the laugh what? track. So oh, no. Our special effects budget was used up with the clap. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Like, like we're screwed after yeah, that. That was, that, was, sure. that was the only $5 we had. <laughs> I can't even get fucking pizza now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get Turkey Hill iced tea. That's how bad it is. That's, that's, I mean, to be fair, you, no, never mind. I hope it's a family I, show. It's a family show. Oh, man. I, I'm hoping I got enough left to get through this thing. That's was, if you don't, you could just refill it and run it through again. I suppose it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's horrible. Okay. Well, we're off to a very productive start. Now everybody's picturing it. This is yeah, right, that's those, the scariest part. The rest of this podcast is going to be people picturing that in their heads and just shuddering. Anyway. Well, luckily there are psychiatrists that'll that'll help you through those things <laughs> and through those visions. Uh. That's for sure. Well, all right. Here we go. In a one-on-one podcast, we go through a checklist of topics that cover different subjects. We offer up some thoughts about each item, and if more conversation is fostered, that's great. If not, we move right on to the next checklist topic. Now, regardless of our statements, we're going to give our points of view about a topic without attacking each other. 
even if we don't see eye to eye on things, and that's really important, in my opinion, I think too often the way people view others who don't see things the same as them is to view those people in the worst possible light. So today, we're going to discuss different opinions without going for the jugulars. So there are two big points I want to bring up before we go right into checklist item number one. <clears throat> so the two big points are this. Number one, what you're going to hear in this podcast are our opinions only. And I say it like that to lead into point number two, which is we're not going to present our opinions as fact. Sometimes people will uh, present their opinions so passionately that they do come off as sounding like they believe their opinions are truth. <coughs> peanut jam. <laughs> Little bit of peanut jam. <laughs> Though that may not have been uh, their intentions. Either way, we're not going to be doing that here. Every opinion is a valid one as it's an opinion. And everybody has the right to have an opinion. And uh, where and when to state those things, I think, is probably something else that may come up along the way. But ultimately, opinions are opinions, and everybody has one. <laughs> there's a, there's a one-letter phrase. Can you come up with it right there? What, the opinions are like assholes? Yeah, we got it. Everybody has one. Well, that being said, we're going right on to checklist item number one. Strap in. Not strap on? Your, your seatbelts. Okay, not the oh, strap-ons oh, yet. That's later. Not the strap-ons yet. Later, okay. Okay. Checklist item number one is origins. This is with regards to our four letters. Now, you guys could give, like, the full history of your life, if you want. We may be here the rest of the weekend hearing it all, but basically with regards to those four letters. Now, I did say our four letters, but perhaps there was another set of four letters that started. But I, I won't clue in anything else. Uh, let's begin with Daddy Hugs a lot. Your origins. Uh, Tell us about you. As, as it just so happens, it was those other four letters, um, specifically BDSM. So... Uh, <clears throat> prior to meeting the little one, I was a dom, and I came across somebody that, let's see, he was a sissy, that loved wearing diapers. And so the, the thought of it really fascinated me, and I'd never heard of that, or I hadn't known before that there were, you know, adults that had worn diapers. Um, so he told me his whole story. Um, he was, a, I think, a, a bedwetter growing up, and so he became a DL as a result of that. He liked to, you know, put the diaper on, like to dress up, and then like to be humiliated you know, as a as a thing that he enjoyed. So I'd spoke with him, just I'd met him online, spoke with him online for probably a good know, maybe month or two. And and while we never met up, the just the thought of it was was really interesting to me. So eventually um on FetLife I came across another ABDL profile. Um and so somebody that I, you know, started chatting with and then actually met. So that was really my introduction to ABDL. So and, and it really wasn't until two, I think, well, three, two and a half, three, almost two years ago now. So up until the age of forty-eight or yeah, forty-eight, I'd never heard of ABDLs before. No kidding. So were there any other sites that were prior to that were prior to FetLife, by chance? Like any other sites that you had like been on or? No, I, actually, and it was no prior to that, I hadn't been on any other sites. So from FetLife, then I heard about Diaper Boys. Which ah. is where eventually then I met Jeremy. No kidding. I did forget to mention at the beginning of this, we're actually all sitting in the same room. <laughs> this is the first time. Yeah. This like, is this is like this is as close to live as you're gonna get. We're all sitting in my living room right now, and the audio is probably a lot different than you're used to on these podcasts. But hopefully, we'll we'll be able to make it work here. 
The seating's comfortable. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this, I think I, I seriously think we need to rename this though to the Big Ass Couch Podcast. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> I like it. And now, baby hugs a little. Dun dun dun. So Tell us your origin. I've got a much longer story. Oh. Ever since I can remember, I was actually in diapers, and I have distinct memories of being in, or when I was six or seven, um, my brother was still potty training, and I remember sneaking pull-ups and going underneath my bed and putting them on, and, well, maybe not six or seven, like five, probably. But I still remember having really crazy memories of putting on pull-ups underneath my bed and trying to hide them, and that was a really early memory that kind of kick-started everything. As I started to get older, I would do volunteer work, and I'm not proud of it, but we would go to a volunteer at a church at a food bank, and I'd sneak a diaper or two and take it over into the bathroom Seriously? and try and put it on. Yeah. Dude, I'm just, so, diaper snitch. I'm just saying, part, in all fairness, yeah. I stole plenty of diapers oh, yeah. from the, my well, church as a kid. So the worst so. part is I'd open, like, there was this big warehouse area outside, and I would go out to the warehouse area, and they had these packs of actual adult diapers, like Attends and all those other ones that are okay. more name brandy. But I would break open one of the packs, and I would take one out, and I would try wearing it. The problem with it was that all these packs were like way up in the air on this rack that was probably six feet up. Oh my! So me having to scale this to grab a diaper, and then I would be more or less teetering against the back wall, pushing my feet on the rack, so three feet up in the air and trying to put a diaper on in the or in the air. So that kind of turned into taking them home and doing that kind of stuff. I didn't really get into it until I got into high school and I was able to drive. And once I was able to drive, I was able to physically go places and get packs. Right. So the first right. time I ever bought a pack was we went on a vacation as a family vacation. I took the car out and I got a pack of good nights and I took them back, snuck them into the room we were staying um, and proceeded to wear them the rest of the week. And I would run out in the middle of the night trying to sneak them into the trash. <laughs> but, that was the best. Yeah. Trying to a, smuggle the used ones out. That's the or, hardest part you ever, about it. You ever do the like where you, you pick up a bunch of, you actually dig into the trash and stick it under the trash? Well, you don't want anybody to find and then it. You, and you, you you sit there in the back of your mind wondering if your parents will get suspicious about the, the fact that you've been volunteering to take the trash out so frequently. Oh, oh I love it. Now, wait, was this, so was this the plain white? That was this too. the plain white good nights back no, before they, they had They were the nice girl designs. Like, the uh, really cute. Just so they didn't have designs. those. They, they were just plain white. Well, the best I, part was I was, was slim enough to actually fit into them, and I fit into I, them well. Believe enough. it or not, I used to be. <laughs> it still can be on a good day. Just gotta suck in a lot of gut. <laughs> so on a good day, a good night is still possible. More or less. <laughs> Very oh, good. that was hashtag Zoro Daddy jokes. But I'm bum bum. So you're not, you're not gonna find that too well. No. Right. Nothing ABDL really took off until I got to college. Once I got to college, there was so much or so many more opportunities, and I had my own little dorm place, and I had a little separate room all to myself. So it was probably eh, sixty square feet of freedom. Ooh. Oh wow! And I was able to go out buy more good like clothes, diapers, and things. And that was the first time I got an actual adult diaper. I bought packs of like actually good diapers. I bought a pack of Molicares through uh, Amazon. I created a brand new Amazon account so I could get the free shipping. And ah. then I ordered a pack of Molicares, got them shipped to my place, and almost got found out for it, but thankfully wasn't able, or they didn't open the package or see the 
labeling for it, but okay. they were really curious as to why I was getting such a big package. Um, once I got everything smuggled up to my room, it was probably the best experience that I had had. I can imagine. And other than that, it was meeting other people in college, trying to explore a little bit, and that turned into figuring out my lifestyle and starting to understand more about who I was. I had a fall from grace there because I wasn't able to afford college, so I had left the school I was at to go back home. And while I was back home, it was a little bit depressing. I mm -hmm. was able to find a drugstore that had good enough diapers, yeah. tranquility, but they were large sizes, and I didn't fit into a large, so I would have to make it work. Not too long after that, I met Daddy, and he kind of kick-started a whole new part and, of my life. Daddy could have things delivered to his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can get the good shit. So, so life was good again. The, the perks, the perks of da uh, of having an older daddy. <laughs> there you a, go. A, a daddy, a daddy who's past the house. past the roommate stage there of life. <laughs> okay, here's a question. When you were in college, actually, there's two questions. The first one is when you were in college, you got all this stuff up to your room. Yeah, sixty sixty square feet of freedom or whatever, <laughs> right? Uh, you get it all up there and you put them on, and then what? Because you do come from an age where you actually did have, you know, there are there were websites and there was all these other things. As yeah. you were just getting into those years of freedom, where was it? Fet life you wandered onto, or like what? Well, what, what so got that going? I actually probably when I was thirteen, I had a little Nintendo DSi that had web search, so I was able to look up things. And the first place oh. I hit was Adis. Oh my! And this God. was before the purge. So Adis had the big purge in like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. I no, there's more like a database failure, but, you know. Well, they purged all the users that were under 18, and right. well, oh, oh. at the time, it makes sense because you don't want underage users. It's a large part of people trying to figure out themselves and trying to find themselves. Sure. Well, I totally support them kicking off under 18 users because of the sure. obvious pitfalls and dangers that can entail there. What? Right? It was like definitely laws a, against that or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a well, are we accepted here kind of thing, but I was able to just move on to daily diapers, which didn't have the same issue. Right. So a lot of my understanding of ABDL was formed around ADISC and daily diapers way back when, and all the stories and all the early forums and everything, and it was really interesting to participate in something that early, but still, like, ABDL had been around for a while, but the community right. was just starting to find its footing in the websites, yep. and yep. it was nice to see so many other people, because before that, you had thought you were crazy, and mm -hmm. while everybody mm -hmm. else had other resources and everything, and for somebody trying to figure out themselves, being 13 and having those feelings and thinking you're ridiculous or whatever, it really is a good validation that, hey, maybe what you're doing isn't crazy. Right. It's mm -hmm. a little weird, but everybody does things that are a little weird. I heard, did I, you ever did you ever get found out by your family? Ooh. Oh, God, did they ever yes. catch you? <laughs> so about two years. I, just, now, I, I figured it happened, and we skipped over because I mean your story is very similar. To it me. only happened about two years ago. Oh, um, oh. I was working. Well, you made it yeah, that it was, long, huh? It was after we met. Yeah, oh. I used to work retail. I hadn't gotten found up to this point. Daddy would buy me diapers, and I would take a pack of ten cushies home with me when I could, or whenever I ran out. So I had this locked chest that I would keep everything in, and those locked chests were always locked, and they were like heavy-duty combination locks that nobody could figure out. And I had the one that was, the one that held all my diapers and all the new stuff, and the other one held like the accessories, so wipes, um, powder, I think I had passies and stuff like that. 
and then it had a container that had used types. The problem is that would overflow by the end of the week, so I would mm-hmm. put them in bags and put them in a corner in a mm-hmm. container. <laughs> um, the problem is my father decided to look around to see if I had something of his. It was like a drill set or something. Oh and he already found the bag of used ones? Yeah. So oh, no. the problem is he thought he was going to find, like, cum socks or something. Yeah. <laughs> And little did he know he would find <laughs> used adult diapers. The socks that stand up on their own. Right. Uh-huh. Those are the... <laughs> and he, he would have been totally fine if he found that. The problem right. was he found mm, used adult diapers socks. and thought it was like an actual medical issue. So he was... Oh. Uh, when I got the text from him in the middle of my retail shift at wow, 9 o'clock at night, you two hours from about. the rest of work. Just saying. Here, here's the best part. Yeah. I was working. I was two hours from getting off, and this was 9 o'clock at night, oh my getting God. off at 11. I still had two hours worth of work left to do. Right, and then the, those two hours, you're dreading this like, confrontation, confrontation that you're going to have. He sent yeah. me text like, messages. Can we, can we interrupt the story it. for one second and just make a public service announcement for those of you that do have children, like real actual children, shit can wait, okay? Like, just because you found something right now doesn't mean you need to interrupt somebody else's work day or life to be like, right fucking now I need to tell you this thing that yeah. we're going to have to talk about later. Like, just fucking talk about it next time well, you see them. Don't, so- don't. Don't make them dread it. Here's All right, continue kicker. your story. So you get this text message. You've got two hours left. I get this text left. message. Got right. two hours left. Start texting daddy because yeah, I, I'm trying I don't to talk know what to do. It. It's okay. It's yeah. going to be fine. It's yeah. not a big deal. Right. Finally, the dreaded moment comes that I get off shift and I get to go home. And oh I start driving home. All these thoughts are running through my head. Finally get home. I think I go downstairs to where he was and start talking to him. And he's like, is it a medical issue? Why is all that stuff there? Why did you just leave you stuff out? And I'm like, I, I I don't have answers for you that, and blah, blah, blah. He ends up asking, well, why are you really doing this? So I finally have enough nerve to say, well, it's because I like it. And he's like, what's the real reason? Oh. Uh, I, I just told you the real reason. <laughs> it's a, a lot so of guts to tell you the real yeah. reason. It's like, I'm sorry, if you didn't want to hear the truth, you shouldn't yeah. have asked for it. Like, so, like, my family knows. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was caught many times as a kid. Like, my, my backstory is actually very similar to yours. You're bad at hiding stuff, aren't uh, you? What's that? I said you're bad at hiding stuff, aren't you? I was, I was like, I was like eight, you know? Like, but, like, the thing is, like, it was, it was like, it was literally, it was the same shit. Like, I, my, my sister's three years younger. I would steal her, what, not steal. I mean, I would just take hers. And, you know, I'd, I'd wear hers, and then eventually, uh, like, my cousins were even younger, and so when they'd come visit, my aunt, uh, aunt and uncle would bring diapers down for them, and that was, like, my opportunity, so I'd steal those, and then, and then eventually, like, got to the point where, you know, all my cousins were grown up, and then, like, friends of mine who had younger siblings who had, like, pull-ups or something, like, that was the... Because you, you, at that age, you, you have no money, you have no transportation. Yeah. It's not like you're going to go fucking buy them yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand stealing's wrong, but, like, at that age, you're not thinking about it that way, you know? But, but yeah, it's a very similar situation. My family knows because they caught... I was caught several times over the years, and I had this awkward conversation, like, maybe three or four years ago, 
where my grandmother was like exactly the person you want to have that kind of conversation with yeah exactly the kind of person you want to have that conversation with no so she literally was um was asking uh you know it she was asking if i was still now she i think she asked it as like um how are how are you doing with that that problem because my whole family viewed this as like a defect in oh, me yeah, and uh you know they think but it's all bedwetting yeah she so huh my parents thought it was all oh no no no, no. She, it was she like knew bedwetting. it was totally like a, a kink thing it's just they view it as a defect and something that i should uh you know get over like they actually sent me to like therapy and shit for it as a kid it was fucking ridiculous but anyway, um, so she was asking me like, and, and like, so I'm like 31 maybe at the time, mm-hmm. and my grandmother is asking me, a 31 year old man with like a career and shit. She's like, "How are you doing with that? You know, your 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 problem?" And I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> so I said to her, "I said, I said, Nana, first of all, it's not really a problem, and second of all." What I choose to do in the bedroom with other consenting adults is between me and those consenting adults. And did that shut her up? And that shut her the fuck up. She has not mentioned it to me since then. Because I was basically, it was my way of being like, I still do that shit. And if you really want the details, I'm happy to make you cringe. And now I'm proud of it, so... Huh? And now you're proud of it, so there. Right, yeah, that's the difference. Is like, when I was a kid... I was ashamed of it because you made me feel ashamed of it because you and my whole family made me feel like I was a freak and this was something I shouldn't be doing and it's not normal and it's da 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 and whatever the fuck. And it's like, now I'm a 30-something-year-old adult who runs a munch group with, like, I have met 50-plus people through the munch group who are also into this and live within an hour drive of here. So, like... Clearly, it's not just a me thing. I'm not the weirdo, you know? Why don't we bring Grandma to the Munch? Huh? Why don't we bring Grandma to the Munch? Oh, yeah, that'll go (laughs) real well. (laughs) You know, that would actually be fun. That would be really fun. It would be awkward for everyone else at the Munch, but it would be really fun for me. Oh, my gosh. Nana, Nana, we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go out to dinner. These are all my friends. And then, and don't say anything to her because it's a Munch. So like it's gonna be perfectly normal, and then at the end of the night, just be like, "Hey, Nana." By the way. Uh, by the way, all those friends you met—they all wear diapers too. <laughs> <laughs> they seemed like such nice people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, weird, huh? <laughs> oh god. Now you know. Now you've planted the seed. Yeah. That, that's oh man. Bring your I'm gonna, to munch day. Yeah, that's that's almost worth the three thousand dollar flight for her. Dude, I was gonna yeah. say, when, when is she coming <laughs> back to visit? I, might, I mean, I might have to just pay for that flight now. Um, we've totally got to make this. happen. No, we're not gonna do that. Oh my god, so, it would be the best thing. I'm in the not world. bringing my mostly blind grandmother <laughs> to a fucking llama lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no matter no matter how great it would make me feel, it would be a really weird thing for everyone else. Yeah, just a little awkward. Yeah, just a little awkward. <laughs> now, I might host a party and invite some of you fuckers over. That yeah, might be fun. Th- that'll go much better. Yeah. Yeah. 
It would actually, and the thing is, she pretty much can't see, and she's half deaf, so you could pretty much walk around in diapers anyway. She oh, won't know. Yeah, she'll oh pick up the wrinkle. Yeah, she'll, she'll. What I is that know. noise? I that saran wrap? Yeah, yeah, Nana. Yeah, Nana, it's that lifetime supply of saran wrap you left me as my fucking inheritance. That's what it is. And for those of you who don't know, the joke is I have a giant roll of saran wrap that Nana bought at Costco probably like 20 years ago, and I will probably give it to. Well, I don't have any kids, so it'll probably go to like my dog. <laughs> it'll go to the dog. The yeah, dog's gonna do really well. <laughs> this is gonna go real yeah. well. Yeah, no. Yeah. Public service bags. announcement: Please don't give saran wrap to your dog. Um, <laughs> unless you think they're capable of it. Oh, unless you, unless you think oh. they can. Have, I mean, if that's their kink, you know, I'm not gonna oh. kink shame. But uh. Oh Jesus! So uh, where were is, we? What? What? So I the whole stole point your is story. My father thought it was. Yes, that's some, right. So your dad. My dad thought it was bedwetting or something. Right. And the worst part about it was he thought it was bedwetting because I got super drunk and would then just proceed to piss the bed. And I'm like, no, that that doesn't happen. Like, right. Who does that? Well, there was how alcoholic. how drunk? Like, so yeah, your dad yeah, just yeah, thought you were an alcoholic? Yeah. Well, because so like, how else do you I get an entire bag? And I just drink that bottle of Tangeray like on a Friday night playing Counter Strike and doing shots of gin. Wow, you're I was such pretty a hardcore. Nerd. Yeah, more or less. You'll fit right in. Right. You will fit right in. It's <laughs> actually more or less how I got into right. it's wait, wait, more or less sorry. how I did all my diapers. Were you having were you having like were you having were you mixing it with Mountain Dew? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah so gin and Mountain Dew. If you don't know, my drink of choice <laughs> is a nice Ducare. It's uh, probably, it's a half a shot of gin <laughs> with a full it. can of Mountain Dew and just a little bit of ice. And the whole point is, as you progressively get drunker and drunker, you can add more gin. Right. And it, or, it just, or, 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 here's in. a fun, here's a fun thought. You could just drink a not shitty alcohol and then you don't have to be oh. drunk to enjoy it. <laughs> Everybody has their tastes and preferences. Right. No, there that's are some fine. people if, that think that you want to drink awesome a Christmas and some tree. that don't. And that's it's the same with alcohol. Yeah. People have different preferences. Yeah, no, that's fine. Some people want to drink alcohol, and some people want to drink Christmas trees. It's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, I, I more motor. I understand. Berries. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. It's a pine tree fermented oh. for thirty days. Anyway, uh, yeah, you, they they make it once a year on December thirty first. Uh, so and then it ferments uh, that so long. The point yeah. of this is that my dad still knows, but he doesn't right. ever bring it up, and yeah. he's never brought it up past that point. That's probably he that's has probably weird like maybe too. one or two times. I don't know if he's told anybody else in my family, and I doubt he has because ah. it's so personal and. So he might day, be the only one who knows. He probably understands, but doesn't. Like, they both know my partner, Scott. Daddy. Whatever your name is. Scott Daddy. <laughs> um, I have real, a lot of names. <laughs> yeah. So the whole point is, they might under, or he might understand, and he might see it as a potential, well, that might be the reason he's in diapers kind of thing, but he's never brought it up past then. That that saved a lot of awkward conversations. There's, so there's so what you're saying is it sounds like your dad has the puzzle pieces and might be trying to figure out how they fit together. Yeah, but he's, he's got maybe like, a quarter of it done. Yeah, he doesn't. He's still working. He's still working on the border on the box. Yeah, yeah. right. He's, and right. he's trying to figure it out by just mixing and mashing all the pieces together. And he's got maybe a quarter of it done, but the rest of it is just like jumbled pieces sitting in a corner and. 
Oh, hey, Duke Ray. Oh my god, no, don't give him that. <laughs> I love it. And he even did the half a shot right. There we the go. Half a sh- the half a shot? It's a half a shot. It's a half a because shot. Because otherwise, it tastes like pine tree. If you do wait, only wait, wait, wait. If you wait, do a half a shot instead of a, a full of shot. Gin tastes like pine trees? A little bit of pine trees. What? Just a little. Okay, just just, just so anybody <laughs> listening to this understands, uh, wandering around the place is the star of episode three, Star Platypus. What's up, guys? And Star Platypus is definitely not wearing a pink princess diaper. That's right. Keep this in your damn podcast. My, my little boy's not wearing a, a pink princess diaper. Either. No, but I, I will proudly say I am wearing a pink princess diaper because I'm, it's adorable. And I will be grudgingly Unless my parents are hearing this, in which case I'm not wearing anything. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You're not wearing anything? No. Why are you naked I, in my yeah. house? I have a. I'm not even naked in my house. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still tied up. I forgot about that. So the whole point that I, the whole reason I brought this, thank God we all have ADD. That's a great thing. Right? Hopefully you do too if you're listening to this. Yeah, It'll that's, sound how just we, fine. that's how we produce these wonderful three-hour podcasts. You bet. You. Star Platypus brought in, well, uh, you called it Duke Array, is that right? Duke, Duke Array. Duke Array. That sounds like what you take after you drink those. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it probably tastes about the same too. Oh, Lord of mercy. It looks the same, right? It's piney with a little bit of coney. Uh-huh. Anyway, what? Okay, so. Yes. Checklist item number Poop. two. Poop. Yes! Poop joke, check. There we go. Got it. Um, <laughs> this is the one question. Like I, I, I'm making an active list of this one. This is the one thing that's like, the, I was saying this to somebody just a bit ago. It's like the most difficult part of like getting ready for one of these podcasts because I can't figure out the answer because I keep a steady list. The question is this. What is something most people don't know about you? And we're going to start with Duke Ray. Oh. Duke Ray. <laughs> so, one. Maybe it hugs a little. Can you change your fat name to that, please? That would Duke be fun. Duke Ray. Uh, no, I'm really part, or I'm really impartial. No, left. I really like baby hugs a little. That's I fair. Think it All right. At, the very, well. at the very least, we need to make a kink for Dugare. We should. You need to get me the official spelling <laughs> no, since you invented no, no, it. Just a I will make you what? a recipe. That's what I said. A kink. Oh, a kink. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Kink fetish, whatever. The I'll make you an official recipe. Tomato, two ingredients, two instructions. What? Two ingredients? What? Two ingredients, two instructions. No, no, you just make it a fetish on fetish. Well, no, yeah. he'll put up a posting. We'll have the fetish, no, but then he'll put up the posting where he gives the recipe. recipe for two ingredients. It would be funny. That's why he would put yeah, it up. Yeah, that's the whole joke. Of oh, it. all right. You want to make a full recipe? Jeez, Ron, it's not joke. funny let's anymore. Make a, let's make a group for it then. Let's go nuts. Let's make yeah, a group. Absolutely. And then you can make a post and then we'll stick it. If you're listening to this, join the Duke Ray group on fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I will post the recipe. Oh and it will God. be delicious. That way you can it. that way you can enjoy like Duke the goes abomination well that is Mountain Dew Christmas. And then, and then he'll have two fetishes on Fet Life. One will be Destined Handjob and the second will be Duke Ray. What's the first one? Destined Handjob. Oh, Desitin. It's a long Desitin. story. Oh, Desitin handjob. it sounds exactly the way it sounds. That's, is it, that sounds chafy. <laughs> no, that's, it's actually... That's how it sick. sounds. Is It sounds like it would chafe like a motherfucker. That's how it sounds. Oh, shoot. It, well, it depends on how much you use. <laughs> I, 
I, right, but the, that's a question for later. That's the part that oh, I'm yeah. like. That's the part that I'm stuck on. Is like, would more desitin <laughs> make it chafe more? Because I feel like the less, less you use, the no, better. You want? It's actually really like. It's what? Like an wait, oil. wait, wait, wait! Blue or purple? White. Neither. Um, Doctor Bordeaux's or. Whatever so not paste. even real yeah. desitin. It's the butt paste. That's why. That's why I'm confused because I'm picturing that extra strength purple desitin that's like literally like it's like the fucking shit you put on your nose yeah. at the beach. I don't want to smell like, like an old person. You the don't, whole yeah. point of this <laughs> thing is to be younger. Oh, oh okay. So you don't want to, like no gold bond medicated powder. Yeah. No? <laughs> <laughs> Take out the fungus. Yeah, we, we could do a whole show on the viscosity of, of, the, of different the, butt of different creams. butt pastes. In <laughs> it's gonna fill nigh the science guy. We're, anyway, we're getting <laughs> Should be a class you yeah. teach right there. Viscosity is a property of desitin. Uh, anyway, so. Oh, what were we talking about? I don't fucking know. Well, uh, what one thing we don't know. So what's something that most people don't know oh, about yes. you? Well, so as I probably said earlier, I'm a pretty big nerd. And I've played a lot of computer games and done a lot of programming and done a lot of engineering work and stuff like that. It normally doesn't come out in the community much unless we're doing stupid things. Like, I designed a pacifier that can be used as a force feeder. <laughs> so it's got a tube coming out the back of it that you can pump liquid through, and theoretically it goes through the nipple and straight into the person's mouth. And that's, theoretically. Yeah. I've not tested it yet, but it's something that I do in my spare time. So we'll, time we'll call that fun. kink engineering. Yes. Yeah, kink engineering. Kink engineering. How do you come up with something like that? It, this actually leads to what the second question was oh. going to be about your origin, which is like there's a window of time there where you're like climbing up to the to the top shelf and getting a diaper down, and then when most people state what their interests were, what the initials were, they then fast forward to the point where okay, now I have a driver's license, and that's mm -hmm. when you know mm -hmm. levels of freedom uh, you know pick up after that. But there's a chunk of time there. There's, there's a window of time where, okay, you can't, you know, maybe you ride somewhere on your dirt bike, maybe you go and get something like that. But in that chunk of time, what does somebody do? Oh, you try and make it. Sit around and think of thoughts have. like this, or what? So, actually, part of my early diaper engineering was. Toilet paper would... and trash bags? Toilet paper oh. and Toilet trash bags. Okay. Bag. But yes. I, used to, I used to engineer the trash bags so it would be as identical uh, to a diaper as possible. Right? Even down to the leak guards. Right? I would create artificial leak guards out of scotch tape that could fit up just perfectly so that you could put in some nice toilet <laughs> paper or whatever. The object of choice was a lot of paper towels. Yeah, <laughs> I I Did found you paper towels. You put the toilet paper in first, and then you put the paper towels on top. Because oh, wow. the, the, the toilet paper, as soon as you get that shit wet, it, it just scared. goes to pieces. But you put the paper towels in there, they hold together a lot better. So you want them to be like the top li the top layer, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. But I, know I exactly. used to engineer. See, I, know, I, know the, yeah. I know the drill. I used to okay. engineer I was the there. That was all really fun because they actually held up. But that was the only chance I had had for vipers, other than right. taking them from volunteer things, which I felt horrible for. Right. So. so you, ever, you ever use the washcloth? Oh, God. I actually. And then you just take it in the shower with you? So when I was younger, I tried to make a cloth diaper out of, like, an old rag that I had had. It was, or an old t-shirt, I think, um, that we were using for rags. Um, whole point was I layered it, did all this other stuff. But ended up trying to make like 
pre-fold holes so that you could pin through. I ended ah. up slicing my finger open. Oh, so my parents asked like me a how razor I or something? With a knife, yeah. yeah. I was trying to pull the cloth down over the... This is Jeremy being an idiot. O- over a knife blade? Over a knife blade and cut my... Or slice my finger Boy, open. I bet that, yeah, I bet yeah. that went well. It was... um. I don't remember the excuse I used for my parents, but I did get out of it, and I was able to have an excuse ready that, oh my god, you sliced your finger open? What were you doing? Oh, I was doing this. Okay. And it was just totally plausible for them. So, that got me out of it. But, it definitely hurt, and it wasn't worth it. But, (laughs) I had good plastic diapers and... Yeah. Or otherwise. That's impressive. So you've been a kinky engineer for quite some time. I've been an engineer for some time. The kink just factors into it a little bit into I can manipulate things to do what I want them to do, I guess. Well, that sounds like a superpower. An engineer yeah, with kinky inclinations. <laughs> Very good. The puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Daddy hugs a lot. What is something that we do not know about you? Ooh. You're on the hot seat. A, yeah, that's a tough one. Um... I tend to think that I'm an open book, so yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's too many people. I was people literally just thinking that. Don't know. If you, so out in the vanilla world, like if, I, I suppose if people knew that I was a Dom or, or was in the BDSM, they would be surprised by that. Oh, really? Hmm. So you're like super secretive about this this whole yeah. side. Yeah. And, and even, even I think when I first got into the community, I probably didn't mention it to very many people. It, it's only since I realized that the, the communities kind of cross over each other a lot that I've sure. been more vocal about it or you know told people that, that I do that. And does your family know at all? My family does not. So I, I have a surprisingly liberal family, but I still, I don't know, I don't know if I'd tell them or not. My mother <laughs> has my mother has a, a very close friend that's a dominatrix. Oh, wow. Um, and so I've heard my mother's opinion. Oh, Sherry. Oh, she, oh. <laughs> oh that Sherry, she does all kinds of crazy things. She has a slave living with her. Did you know? <laughs> oh, no. So, and you're sitting here like, so? Yeah, I, I have five. So. <laughs> um, just, has just one? one? Yeah, yeah, what the heck? What's wrong with her? She so, must not be very good. So it's not like she's not familiar with the concept, but I, I think she... It's just, well, it's not something you talk with your mother about. Well, no, yeah, it's really know. not. <laughs> Apparently you talk to your grandmother about Despite it. Despite those yes. <laughs> So yeah, I, I'd have to say that was the the one most interesting thing. Other than that, I'm pretty even Hey, that's great. That's really cool too. My two best friends in life are fully aware. Now I understand when I say my two best friends, it negates the word best. I get that. But these right. are the two people of the vanilla realm. Right. Now, who's your other best friend? You can have multiple best friends. That's yeah, it. I mean, you haven't met either of them. Ah, oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> oh! Keep them part of your life secret. See how that works? That was, that was good. Actually, I, I don't think I've met either. That was those. really good. But those are the only two that know. Like, the family know... Uh, my family... Okay. My sister-in-law, my brother, and my mother. And my aunt. They are aware that I write dirty stuff. Mm. They just don't know what about? They, uh, they don't know what about. They don't know... If I were to say ABDL, they'd look at me like, huh? They could figure it out beyond that. But so they probably just assume Fifty Shades of Grey shit. Exactly. Well, that's basically that's probably the exactly what they're, yeah, yeah. What yeah. they're thinking. When yeah. I when I describe it to them, because because uh, most interestingly enough, my brother, who I'm not exactly very close with, would ask me at one point, "So what is it you're right?" <laughs> and I said to him, "I was like, well, you've heard of the Fifty Shades movies." He says, "Yeah." 
I said, think of this as the 51st. And then I leave it at that. I said, do you want to know more? And he says, no. It's like, great. So they know, they know that, uh, that I, I do write things. If I were to say Zorro Daddy to them, they would have no idea what that's about. They do know that I like Zorro, that I had the Zorro costume, that I was a fan of it. And back in the 90s, like I lost my gourd when uh, Antonio Banderas, who was like born to play that role. Like when they finally did the Mask of Zorro, and for a short time, everybody knew who Zorro was. Uh, they know that I like Zorro, but if I were to say Zorro Daddy, they'd be, they'd, uh, they'd be lost, which is fine. So I, actually, I think it's, it's very interesting. In that regard, there really aren't too many other people from within Vanilla Life for me that know. That's actually really cool, too. It's a good feeling. <clears throat> I, I, it's like I can go and I can do this. I can see these people, and I know there's no worry. So that's basically it. I do, I do respect the, you know, just the ability to keep things separate for those that want it. Um, this one's really interesting. It actually gets a, a little more difficult every week to answer it. And I always like to do the rundown. In the first week, something people didn't know about me, because I actually agree quite a bit, George. Like, I'm, I'm wissy wig. I think that was the word I used. Wissy, <laughs> wissy wig. What yeah, you see is what you get. Like, you see Zorro online, that's basically who I am. Yeah. You know, whatever your imagination may be. So week one, I said that I have a weak stomach. Week two, I said that I have sleeping trouble. In episode three, I said that, that I did actually try the butt whooping thing. <laughs> Being butt whooped. And actually tried it twice. <laughs> and decided at that point that, yeah, I, I really don't like it. And those who do like it, more power to them. So this time around, I literally had to think about this one for quite a bit. I, uh, in college, I, I was a theater major. Mud pie making, basically. That's the degree. Because that's what it'll get you. <laughs> but but it's well-rounded. It's They teach you a little bit of everything because you will wear many hats in theater. And there was a... And not just because of the costume. Well, yeah. speaking of costumes, <laughs> I actually had to take a costume design class. And because of that, I actually make clothing. Oh, you're a seamstress. I have made several onesies for the X as well as for... Uh, the dear sweet angel that fell from God Almighty to meet me at the perfect time in my life. I would make uh, onesies for them. I would make skirts for them. I would make bibs for them. For the one I made for the PJs, that was a lot of fun. Those are hard. They Those are. are hard. They are. The nice thing is like, that's one I've be, not tried to mess with yeah. yet. It can be really floppy. That's about the saving grace of it. Like the, the floppier it is, the, you know, the better it is. So if you have someone taller, sure, it doesn't about, matter. Oh, never mind. I'm talking. <laughs> so in any event, I, I would say that I am a seamster. Yeah, seamstress. Seamster. Yeah, Is that seems, how that works? Yeah, seamstress. Okay. It's it doesn't matter. Or... It doesn't matter what I say. It's going to wind up seamstress. Depends on how floppy. We're, we're not gender specific these days. Don't bring depends into the seamstress. <laughs> so seamstress. All right. This next one's kind of fun, too. This is the rotating question. It's MSTT. What is your favorite movie... Song, TV show, and toy, either from childhood or present. Let's start with Daddy Hugs a Lot. Movie, song, TV show, toy. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, yep. <laughs> could it be like an <laughs> or genre? Yeah. anything movie, anything Star Trek. Okay, nerd. Star Trek. Yeah. Nerd, 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 nerd. 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 Uh, can be so th Star this Trek is the voyage home. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> any, any of the movies, I'll, I will watch them repeatedly. You betcha. Um, let's see. So, movie, the other next was? Song. Song. Hmm. That's another tough one to be specific about. Um, yeah. I would say any, anything EDM, anything electronic. Really? Oh, wow. Um, 
Generally, anything electronic that has a beat to it. I would not have guessed that. Well, no, I take that back. Yeah, I, I should have guessed yeah. that, actually. <laughs> I, I'm dating myself, but I'm a child of the disco era. So <laughs> if it, it had a, a strong thumping beat to it. Oh, I, like, I was thinking more because I know what you do beat. for a living. Well, that too. And, and, and because yeah. we do basically the same thing, and that's a big thing for me when I'm working. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's nice. It's no lyrics, or if there's lyrics, it's like trance style, and they're just right. kind of part of the music. And it's really good to just kind of tune out whatever your you know background noise is, mm. so you can focus on your job. Yeah. So it, it's hard. To, I mean, the a, a favorite song it just changes. Yeah. Well, right, moment. yeah, but but so that that's a general style that you like. Okay, um, TV show, TV show. Uh, well, let's see. Still in the genre, and any kind of adult cartoon show, right? But um, Simpsons, BoJack Horseman, Archer, Archer. Right. I, I haven't seen as much Archer as I've seen. Others. You need to watch. You need to watch Archer. I, I probably do. To, get through the whole thing. It's, it will it's finish so, it when I get home. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. So uh, just binge South that Park shit. Family Guy. Any of the above. What are your thoughts on the new format of South Park? So you know they they switch. Have you seen it recently? The last few seasons, yeah, where they've gone to the the season long plot as opposed mm -hmm. to the self contained episodes. Like like what it. do you think about it? I like it a lot. You like the new format better? Yeah, I like the new that's, format. That's that's my that I I've, I've gotten it, into it tells debates a story about it. Kind of yes. over time. And I've gotten into and there and it also presents a, a unique opportunity that they've really only had with Kenny dying, which is the ability to do callbacks. And Kenny dying has ceased to be funny like twenty years ago. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like like for the first few times they killed him off, it was like it's pretty funny, but then it was just kind of like we expected at this point, you know. But like the ability for them to do the callbacks to previous episodes in the season, or even yeah. like in some in some ref they've made like callbacks to previous seasons that they've been and, doing, and and be um and be topical at the same time. So yeah, I mean within yeah. within a week of a current event happening, yeah, they get it into the episodes it, and they're mocking it. Yeah, and I I fucking I absolutely love the new format that they're using. But I've I've got friends who are like I hate it and I I, I miss the self contained. And, and I'm like, how? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand. It's so much better now. But um, yeah. and, and the last one on the list? Uh, a toy. Toy. Uh, Either from childhood or present. Or Very I'm giving you a wide range there. Yeah, choose a, a, choose wisely. My room. Um, That's kind of open-ended. But don't. I, no? I, yeah. uh, toys child oh. blocks. I loved my blocks. I, yeah. should, I probably should have been an architect. Um, I loved rearranging those blocks in three different million configurations, watching my little sister knock them all down, and then I would build them back. Now, what, what about, like, Legos or anything? Was that... You know what? I um, the, the boy loves Legos and, and had a lot of Legos growing up. I, did you not? I did not. Hmm. I tried to remember. I like, think I did like, like, like an erector set? I did or... have a set. I had an erector set. Yeah, okay. Um, made of real metal. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. That's back, it. back when children's toys didn't have to be plastic. Yeah, there you um, go. So no, I'd have to say my blocks. Simplest thing, but you could make so many things out of it. Yeah, definitely. I, I like I like the Legos and Erector stuff. That was that was really fun. Like tinkering and mm -hmm. and because oh, obviously you toys? you always wait because you always logs? you always, yeah, Lincoln logs. Oh, I had Lincoln logs. Back. I love Lincoln there logs. There you go. Yeah, those I love my Lincoln logs. Those are fun. They're kind of limited what you could do with them. It's pretty much. It's like, well, you, you can, can build. Them. You can build a. You can build a log cabin. Yeah. Nice cabin. And then, you, then you can build a, a log castle. Yeah. 
And Jeez. then you can build. A, a dog house oh no, for that's your log pretty. Cabin. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. A shed for your log. Yeah, cabin. a shed for your log. Cabin. For yeah, your log it was cabin. just kind of like a. There was, <laughs> there was not a lot of replayability with that toy. A skyscraper. No. No. Well, it's a log skyscraper. <laughs> There's a reason that log skyscrapers aren't a thing. I'm just saying, like, I guess it, I guess it did have some educational value there. It was like, listen, this is why you don't engineer buildings this way. <laughs> they will <Right>. fail. <laughs> Baby hugged a little MSTT, Uh-oh. which does not stand for Mystery Science Theater 3000. No, that's MST3K. Yeah, would be for, for you kids out there. Well, it's on Netflix <laughs> now, so it's... Uh, it's modern. I'm this not, is true. I'm not a big fan of the new reboot. Yeah, it's not Have you too guys bad. seen it? Have you seen it? Were you an MST3K fan? I have seen it, yeah. I've um Like the new one or the old one? Like the, did you the watch old the one, original? When it first came out. Have you seen the reboot? I have not. I I, tr- I, I watched I a couple episodes one. and I, I can't get in I can't get into it. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I, I'm not it's not as funny. No. I, I, I really don't think it's as good. The humor's really Yeah. I, I think yeah. they're I think they're miss and the thing is I feel like they missed the mark with that because like there's so much more like the the original MST3K they they took like like you know you got your like A A movies B movies like they were like on like Z movies yeah. for MST3 they were finding like movies that that they didn't have to really mess with licensing in order to mock them you this know this island like, earth yeah <laughs> like just like the most yeah. obscure shit that like three people in the world saw it and it was like the person who made its brother sister and mother yeah, you know like yeah exactly <laughs> and uh <laughs> But yeah, like, and it's just so, it's so weird because like, in, you know, with, with like, you know, current events and things like that, like you think they find a way with the internet and the way technology is evolved. Like, I feel like they could make a better MST3K today. Well, it's dated too. Like the format, you get the same thing on YouTube. YouTube does it you, better. You can, yeah, and you don't need the, a, but that's you don't need but a production that's, company to put out something like that. But that's right. the part, but that's the part where I'm like, I, I don't, like, YouTubers can do it, so theoretically, Hollywood should be able to do it better. Yeah, you but know the marketing and all the other like, stuff takes a hold when you do it yeah, in maybe. Hollywood. But, it's really. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what was this? So not oh, MST3K. Right. Let's do right. your thing. Right. This could turn into an eight-hour so, podcast. My favorite movie is pretty much anything Studio Ghibli, just because. Oh no! I love Studio Ghibli stuff, and it never. Are you gonna are you gonna three D print a house moving castle? Yeah, eventually. No, um, somebody's really no, happy about. Sorry, it. My, my wife is practically I, cheering know, in the other room. I, I do like certain Disney princess things. But certain, certain, certain. I love Wally. What, how do you oh, feel? How do you feel Wally. about Rear's princess things? What? Oh, <laughs> are they absorbent? Are they very absorbent? Very absorbent. They go uh, well with my dresses. That's good. <laughs> this works well. <laughs> So, favorite song has to be pretty much anything Beatles. I can really? listen to the... Very yeah. nice. So, while I do... I would not have expected that. The majority of the work that I do... Basically, like, he's an old soul. Yeah. Right? I like anything pretty much classic rock, um, but a majority of the engineering work I do, I'll do to the Beatles, just because really? it's... I, I tend to find songs and albums and things that I really like. Like, I do the same thing with Electric Light Orchestra. I just fall into something and I'll just constantly listen to it and it's familiar and it's nice and it helps me overcome my problems. 
just because it gives me something to focus on in the background while I'm focusing on a problem in the foreground and the foreground thoughts don't mix with whatever's going on in the background because the music keeps my background brain busy. I feel like I feel like I got lost a yeah. couple backgrounds ago. The whole point <laughs> is the music makes me feel calmer. Yeah, so no, I right. can get a lot more engineering work done when I'm listening to something familiar like Beatles or ELO or Journey or something. That's like that's that. what that's what EDM is for me, basically. Mm-hmm. Is and it's not I it literally does not matter what as long as it's not Skrillex, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> But uh, it, <laughs> that's my only requirement about Skrillex. Um, but yeah, uh, they, they should actually they should have that. That should like I'm just saying like you know if the Skynet that is Google is listening to this podcast, Skynet that, that's a uh, <laughs> that's a feature that needs to exist. Is basically like a you know you know you go on Google and you can be like make me a radio station based on this artist. Be like make me a radio station not based on this artist. Like give me a radio station of music that doesn't suck as bad as this does. Oh jeez. Um, but anyway, yeah. So but. That's 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 EDM for me. Is it's 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 a nice thing to just kind of you know, drown out your your audio senses and let you focus. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Oh, all right. So oh, toy show. Oh, uh, TV show. TV show. Damn it. So can we skip Avatar: that? The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Ah, I love 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 Avatar: The Last Airbender. Not or... the movie. No. How'd you no, feel about the movie? The movie? No, give me, oh, give, me, give, me give me your thoughts and opinions the on the movie. Worst thing that has don't ever been made, and M Night Shyamalan should be like. Did you see he's he making a movie? So the problem he's is... He's making a movie that's a sequel to Unbreakable. He yeah. basically made a great... Like, Unbreakable was actually a good movie. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And then he made a bunch of shitty movies. Yeah. And then no one likes him anymore. So I think his whole theory is like, okay, I'll just make a sequel to the one movie that people actually liked of mine, and then maybe people will go watch yeah. it. And it's kind of like I he's been relegated to the dustbin of history. Is it the, yeah, like no, wait, is it that nobody likes? He's, he's like in the bin of movies. The no, I'm not the twist. The twist. The twist. So can I? With say the twist. What? Nobody signs, likes signs. Signs wasn't good. So signs I love signs. signs. Everyone here good. knows that M Night Shyamalan is from Bucks County and films portions of his movies in Bucks County. Correct. Right. right? Actually, right. one of my teachers. So or one of yeah. my teachers was her father's farm was the location for one of his movies. Signs. signs. Yes. Yes. So the church that I used to go to was chosen as a staging area for costuming for the extras for Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh, God. I love... Did they film that in Bucks County? They filmed part of it Some in Macquarie. Of they filmed yeah. that really bad earth-bending scene where they Which broke from prison. Uh, we'll, we need to burn it. We can discuss this later. You can't live in... Yeah. Wait, hold on. Time out, time out. I'm How do you story. burn a quarry? You... Aren't you the engineer? What I came here to interrupt your story for is just to say that I love Avatar The Last Airbender. It's my one of my favorite animes of all time. I broke into my church. I know, but cartoon. I, I broke into my church on a weekend Shots that was fired. not church weekend or whatever to try on Fire Nation armor. And oh. it was, Did you actually? Yes, because it was in the basement oh, of my church, and yeah. I had a key. Okay, okay. and it was really I, fucking okay. cool. No, no, and then the movie shat over my childhood. I was seriously I'm leaving. Just, I was yeah. like, "Are you admitting to a crime on the, the podcast?" The good thing about that movie was the costuming. I will yeah. admit, it was really good. And costume. I wore a Fire Nation helmet and armor, and I looked badass. And it was before we had cell phones and could document everything. And then yeah. that movie Tank. just sucked so much ass. I'm leaving. So I think they're trying to make a new one. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. That's long story short, he's trying to make he's trying to make a new. It's a sequel to Unbreakable. Wow. It'll fail just like the it, rest it's of totally gonna fail. Yeah. I I I just I saw the preview for it. I, I was actually surprised that he managed to get Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson and, like to come back and do another movie with him. You're paying all the up a turd so yeah, much. Yeah. After and then all it's the still tur- turd. Right. Uh, the wait, village? You, you guys didn't like the village? Or? I'm talking oh, about Bruce Willis. Wow. <laughs> the things we do not talk about? What? We don't talk about Bruce Willis? No, the village. The first rule about Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't talk about Bruce Willis. That we don't talk about Demi Moore. Uh, what? Oh, okay, so the last thing, the right. toy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, toy. Oh, yeah I, the toy, right. I really love Legos, and more specifically, I grew up in the early 2000s, so I got a Lego Mindstorms kit for Christmas the one year. <gasps> I didn't know how to program, and the programming language that is used through the Lego Mindstorms is just notoriously bad. Um, so I would make my projects move by just moving forward, so I designed like gear systems and all these other things to make things work, like I'd make mixers and stuff like that of the Lego Mindstorms. So you were essentially doing like mechanical programming. Mm-hmm. So like you, you, could, you, you, you basically drove everything off a single rotational input, Yeah, you could program the motors right. through the NXT module itself. So you could tell it to move a, or move a motor forward, move a motor backward for so long. Right. Um, so I would do that, and I would just have them on programs that would constantly loop. So it would make it go forward 10 seconds, make it go backwards 10 seconds. And through that mechanical motion, it would do something. I was just driving gears or driving gear trains, that kind of stuff with it. Wow. Um, I thought I was a nerd. No, I, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I really die hard. I, pa- I passed the crown on to you. Okay. I like that you both picked childhood toys for your toys and not like adult toys for your toys. Yeah, you know, it wasn't until I we think, started. You know what? Wait, executive decision. I want an adult <laughs> toy from each of you now. Oh, That's, shit. Yeah. Okay. I, do I, can I make I executive love, love, decisions? I love my 3D printer. My okay. 3D printer is okay. the best thing ever. Okay. I love it. I love it. Love it. That's love not it. what I meant when I my said adult toy. My daddy bought it for me. My daddy <laughs> bought me my 3D printer and it's the best thing ever. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was waiting for like a dildo or something. But, uh, I have printed those. Yeah. Of course. You you three D printed dildos. And the worst part. I don't think. Oh I don't. It was, it was I some Russian guy think, who scanned it in, so I don't it was feeling like it was his actual dick, and you could feel it, and it felt like an actual dick because you hold on a second. Wait, had everything so, that a dick would have. Can we go back? Weird little nodes and things. Can we go back to the part no. where you three D like, printed a Russian guy's dick? Okay, so the whole point of it... You can do that? Somebody, somebody in high school... No, somebody in high school I can't to, say that was high on my list. Somebody in high school wanted a 3D printed dick because he wanted to oh, play a joke on his God. girlfriend with the dick I in a box. Old. You, you know a, the dick in a box thing from you SNL? You had a 3D yeah. printer yeah. dick in a box. He tried to do that with a popcorn container. You had a 3D printer oh, in high school. I, I and he even, did. I didn't even have a cell phone in high school. <laughs> Oh. And you have a fucking 3D printer. So the story behind fair. that is our school got a 3D printer, and I was one of the few people who knew how to use it. This being that when it came in, I assembled it. When it wasn't working, I resoldered the board because the board or the main circuit board we got from China for the printer was just horribly made, and I had to resolder the whole thing and get it working. Um, so I was really the only one that knew how to run and operate and maintain it. So I would take it home with me every day, like carrying <laughs> this 30-pound printer nice. to and from school every day, 
Holy shit, 30 pounds. How big was this printer? It was huge, and it was in like an entirely metal How big printer. was the print bed? Uh, 11 and a half by 10 by like 12 or something. It was that a big rigid, for 30. Well, I guess well, if it's... It wasn't that big, but it was a rigid bot, so they were pretty large beds. Um, the whole point being that I would take it to and from school every day, and it was really heavy, but I was able to use it at home. Hmm. So I set this print up to be... Um, some Russian guy's dick with 3D <laughs> printed filament. How long did that line? take to Is print? That like was that like a weekend print for you? 13 hours. Yeah. Um, I ended up covering it was with it a towel. Was it on Because when my parents walked into my room, I didn't want them seeing me print a dick. The other part to this whole thing is that no, you know everybody the saw that? it. Just add a bunch of completely useless support material the whole way around it. Well, then you're wasting plastic, and it takes It's money. not wasted if it creates a dick shield the whole way yeah, around. <laughs> okay, to just add a random curiosity here. No, what is the average 3D print time of a dick? Well, apparently... It depends on the size. It does. Oh, for yeah, God. It's all based on so, size. like, a Chinese dick, like, six hours. Like, an American <laughs> dick, you're, like, eight to ten. <laughs> Your dick, 30 minutes. <laughs> my, my, yeah, my dick, 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Russian dick takes an electric time because it's uncut. Because <laughs> oh, it's what? Uncut. It's uncut. uncut. It's uncut, yeah. You know, and, it come, and it comes with a potato. Uh, well, it's Russian dick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, with the thing, you're standing in your dick, it would at least be nice and cut. <laughs> Not to all those people who don't, so, who aren't. Do you understand how a 3D... you get for having two gay Do you understand how a, 3D, how a 3D scanner works? Oh, no, I completely understand how a 3D scanner works. Okay, so for those of you listening who understand how 3D printers and 3D scanners work, think about that for a second. How do you 3D scan your own dick? Because every 3D scanner I've ever seen requires a camera to rotate... Around the object. Yeah, you can, you can have handheld scanners that do handheld scanning. Right. The whole point is, I think they have like accelerometers to track the position. Maybe, I don't know. I just. But you gotta keep your dick in exactly the same position. Yeah. The whole. Like, I don't wanna know, like, what kind yeah, of Soviet contraption. It takes some yeah. string, ties yeah. it on the yeah. head, and ties it to yeah. a wall. There's a. There's, there's a. There's a. Around <laughs> Just, There's a Russian yeah. guy who's got like a torture mechanism of fishing line and pulleys attached to doorknobs, <laughs> and then he's got like scanners and printers all around the room, and That's he's just got his dick Friday sticking night, up though. in the air. That's somebody's fun Friday night. And of course, like five empty vodka bottles. Yeah. And some potatoes. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh. I- <laughs> I don't so, know. Who are you, people? The whole point of this is I tried to hide uh, it from uh, my parents. Yeah, you were 3D printing a dick. Growing up, everybody... Adult toys, is yeah. what we're talking about. Growing up, everybody thought I was gay, but I was the only one that didn't know I was gay. So by the <laughs> time I got to high school, everybody around me thought I was and would make jokes about it, except for me, thinking that, <laughs> oh, well, they're just poking fun or something, or I'm just slightly weird or whatever. So, when I got to college, I turned. It turns out I'm gay, and it's great. If you're gay, good for you. So you weren't really it's in the closet. Fun. You were just kind of in the room, but you yeah. thought you were in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the whole point is, I was desperately trying to hide this dick from my parents. <laughs> I didn't want them walking in on me 3D printing a dick and thinking I was using it for something. <laughs> oh because God. that that's exactly where their I mind might have gone. I might actually like listen to this podcast. I I understand that I'm experiencing all this firsthand, but I, I feel like this would be fun to hear again. It's gonna come out really well. <laughs> 
Ellen post. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is so, all okay. So top, so all right. So you 3D print a Russian dick. Uh, I take it to school. And you I'm took, trying hold to on. smuggle this dick Go into back. school. In my you backpack. took a 3D printed dick to school? I had to give it to the guy. To so what guy? So the what? whole point of the story is that somebody wanted You're not me to 3D this for print you? them a dick. No. They wanted me to 3D print them a dick so they could do a dick in the box joke on their girlfriend. Oh my in god. In a popcorn container. At that seems theater. appropriate. So I had to 3D print in the dick. I brought it into school and ended up trying to smuggle it in, hide it, and do like... <laughs> Some crazy transfer with him in the hallway, transferring this dick from my backpack to his. I love, backpack. I love the story. Dick pass. Yeah, I love the story. Like in, back in my day, we used to just fold the dicks up in the little squares <laughs> and then flick them across the room. <laughs> I just, I couldn't resist. Uh, anyway, so, so you're smuggling cardboard and. Oh, God in heaven. So you smuggled the Russian dick into your school and gave it to the kid. So you yeah. gave the kid the dick. Thankfully, I was free of it from that point. I didn't have to touch a dick again until college. <laughs> God. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, okay. God. All right, George. Favorite adult toy. And please, for the love of God, don't let it be a dick. Oh, it is um, in some way. <laughs> Follow that up. <laughs> right? Yeah, top that. The bar is here, sir. Oh, come on. Favorite Talk about story. your dick stories. Favorite adult. Talk about your dick stories. That's uh, later. Let's see. Anything in my kitchen? Oh, yeah. Kitchen gadgets. Yeah. You're, you're, there you go. Yeah. That's you, are, fair. you are a cook? What's oh, your favorite oh, kitchen you gadget? Specific. What's your favorite kitchen gadget there? Oh, oh be my kitchen aid mixer. Your KitchenAid mixer? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't go You can't there go wrong. You go. I, I mean, I'm not saying, like, KitchenAid sponsored this or anything, because they didn't. But, like, you should buy a KitchenAid mixer. They're fucking amazing. We have two. Well, okay. We've actually pretty much already answered checklist item I, number four, which oh, is... Oh, look at that. I'm good at this. Oh, yeah. How did you discover... Uh, the ABDL community and the existence of ABDL. You guys, yeah, that's, that's pretty much that's good. Yeah, yeah. that works right, well. So we're done, right? That's a wrap. We yeah, have the first forty minutes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> look at that shortest podcast ever. All right, thanks everyone. It's been a good week. We'll see you now. See this you exit music. Now this plows into <laughs> the question of questions, and and then literally we begin to delve into some of the things we were speaking of before. Mm -hmm. So the big question: dun, dun, this dun. will decide if there is a tomorrow. For all of us to look forward to, because if you answer it wow. wrong, <laughs> wow, the no earth will now. unravel itself from the inside. Damn. You're now, gonna ask who they voted for, are you? What's that? No. Oh, we did not. <laughs> no, but you do have to give a vote. I voted oh, no. for left Twix. No, left here we go. <laughs> here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> I love that. That was. Cool. And you have to answer truthfully. Here we oh, go. No. All right. Which do you prefer, creamy I'm peanut butter? Man. Or crunchy peanut butter. Chunky. Chunky peanut butter. Chunky peanut butter. Creamy. Creamy peanut butter. Oh. Yeah. Chunky. Oh, Fucking man. Hell. I, I love me some nuts. <laughs> oh, man. And you also like chunky peanut butter, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when you put those two things together, it's heaven. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds like a nice finish we need to put in there. Yeah, right? I mean, that, chunky uh, peanut butter. Does that, does that count as puppy play at that point? Did we find the line? Is that it? I'm, I apologize. Oh. Lord, I apologize. <laughs>
That's funny right there. I don't care who you are. Ow! <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why are you hitting but me? But seriously, that's a great idea for that, puppy play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like Kim, like, Kim, I feel like, like that's, just like, just like I feel like that's tiptoeing like too close yeah. to just a wrong thing that like it almost makes it not okay. What's next to nuts? I got two more for you. It's not cheating oh. if it's your dog. Anyway, Gosh. um, what that was actually God. painless right there. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not bleeding or anything at this point. Well, Usually it's like well, vicious, but you, like so. Does this actually lead to any like arguments? I mean, one is creamy, the other's chunky. Well, I don't think we eat peanut Luke, butter. Luke, we split one and one. One was creamy, the other was chunky. What do you think about that? That I, the only word I can use to describe that was painless. Chunky which which is actually fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. That are there usually wrong. fights that break out. Well, <laughs> you should you, you should very so, opinionated. You should listen, listen to the last one on one podcast. Yeah, that that was an epic battle these two had right here. Peanut jam. To be honest, that's I what never, came out of it. Yeah, I've never seen him eat peanut butter, so I I didn't realize he'd answer chunky. Oh, there's there's one jar of peanut butter in the house. No, I knew I liked you. He's never eaten it. Yeah, wow. that's why. <laughs> that's why. That's why you don't eat it. Ah, oh, chunky. Okay. Listen, I'm just saying. Like here, here's what you do. Just keep buying creamy peanut butter and then just buy a bag of fucking peanuts. Yeah. Let him make his own fucking, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's not done right unless the factory does it. No, it's totally... What, how do you think... How... Wait. Uh, Here we go. You said this was over. You said this was over. particulate size of the what, country. What do, you think, what do you think the factory does? They, they have little elves that cut it up in right. nice bite-sized pieces uh-huh. that give it magic. Oh, that magic. and they sing while they're doing it. And they sing. Uh-huh. Is it like a like a like a really happy? Yeah, no, I it's how I imagine yeah. North Korea. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that, it's just, that's where all the chunky yeah. peanut butter comes from. Right when they're done, they just nut right in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's wow. That's how you get chunky, delicious, god. Fearing peanut butter. God fearing <laughs> peanut butter. Yes. Like, yeah, because I'm like, because I feel like that was our big. I feel like that was our big like like thing from last week was you know like it like chunky peanut butter is is God's gift to this. No, it's pointless. It, no, it's pointless because you're making creamy. It's not like they. It's not like they just make the peanut butter right. halfway. They make right. creamy peanut butter and then they add okay. peanuts you know back in. When it's it. chunky, you're doing the work for them because they haven't ground it up. You know they have. That's the thing. Uh, like they make creamy peanut butter and then add chopped up nuts to the creamy peanut butter. Mr. Personal Account, I'm gonna have to ask you to just <laughs> have them refer to last episode because I respect these two's time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Was that still painless, Nate? Was it? But, yeah, you, honestly, yes. You shouldn't have okay. said it was painless. It was painless until you said it was painless. Well, that's when you jinxed it. Well, no, I, I, I'll say that I'm, I'm, well, com- I'm a divided country not. cannot stand, and peanut butter is one of those <laughs> amazing American topics. This that is we a need more to... polarized topic uh-huh. than the twenty sixth. No, anyway, we, uh, can uh, all, <laughs> we can all agree that peanut butter, in its current form, should be a bipartisan is issue. <laughs> and 
Anyway, um, hey, do you think peanut butter reform would be a good bipartisan? Peanut butter reform. <laughs> peanut butter reform. Peanut butter reform. Oh, that's going to be my campaign promise. That needs I to run. be another yeah, another yeah. fetish. Peanut jam. Peanut butter reform. Peanut hey, butter. Teddy, bringing peanut the butter. peanuts back to uh, peanut butter. Oh God. We're bringing chunky back. Taking, we're putting yeah. less sawdust in it. There you go. It's called DOVA, Defense of Peanut Butter Act. Uh. <laughs> Alrighty, before we. Before we get into uh, the relationship <laughs> that you guys have, uh, uh, get, getting into the main event, uh, I don't think this is a silly question, only because I can answer it. And Okay, maybe it is a silly question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how important is the diaper to you and why? Whether you are wearing it or whether it is something that you put on someone else. Ooh. It is... An item that has, you know, a little something to do for a lot of folks within our four letters, but not for all of them. Yeah, the power of the almighty. Day. So let's start with, start with hugs a lot. Okay, so, so the question isn't to me personally. No, <clears throat> but you put them on him. Okay. How so, important is the diaper and why? Are you saying like how important? So it, to, to me, I would say a one because it's, it's not my thing. But um, in my role as, as daddy, yes. um, I would say probably a 10. Good man. we we, we got to make sure that they're def- that they're in stock and that we have the right ones and we have a nice selection of them. <laughs> we have lots of stuffers that we have some pull-ups in addition. Um, right. So, yeah, I'd say 10. 10. Excellent. In, in my role as a daddy, a 10. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, baby hugs a kitty. <laughs> baby hugs a kitty. There's, there's oh, gosh. Ah, shit! Plus, the, the, the cat has come to visit and wasn't quite sure what just happened there. But, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how important is the diaper to you? Um, I like the diaper a lot. It's probably a 9.5. We had discussed this, and I can't give anything a 10 because 10 is just... Like, it would be the ultimate diaper, and I've not met the ultimate diaper. The yet. ultimate diaper? Yeah. Have, have, you tried, but, have you tried the ABU Simple Ultra? I have not. That it might, might it. very well be that. All right. We have wow. found the mecca of diapers, then. It, it's possible. Oh, but and, I really and, like and the it might diapers. be in Baltimore, I'm just saying. And also Washington. And also Discord. My answer to this is 10. There's nothing greater than hearing... The crinkling sound as a girl walks by, in my opinion. As anyone, anybody walks by, really. But particularly if I'm the one to put the diaper on her. But this reminds me of, and I'm trying to remember what the site was. It might have been daddiesgirl.net. And this is a site that no longer exists. I think Webset bought them out. But there was a question at one point that a guy brought up. And it was a posting he put on there. And this is literally what he did. He's like, you know what? You got all these great diapers, like, like the real ones. Like Huggies and Loves and some of these, right? The guy was so frustrated. He's like, I want that, but I want it in the adult size because none of these companies existed. We're getting there. Right? Campers 8. Well, Campers size 8. Well, yeah. But this guy wanted size something, that, eight? something that was size just eight. like I mean, ridiculously... in the UK right now. Oh, only in the... Really? Right. Yeah. I would have figured that would have been like a US exclusive. We you would think kind of that. the fat country, aren't we? <laughs> like, we're, we're the country where we have babies that are a size 8. That would be Pampers 88. That's yeah. how that would <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like. Pampers you got like, like Depends is starting to sell for babies now. There you go. Um, so there was this guy, uh, and this is on a site, and I want to say this probably goes back, I could be I could be embellishing, 15 or 20 years. Because none of these things existed. There was Depends, there was a Tens, there was it. That was, there was no, 
There was no Bambino. There was no ABU. There was no Rears. There was none of this. Why are you saying those with a Spanish accent? Uh, just because I feel Because like he's Zorro. Because <laughs> I'm Zorro. I just, I just want to say, I know that this, we don't have video, but <laughs> Star Platypus is in the other room, and he just flipped me off when I said that. So nice for those of you who listened last week, that joke was for you. <laughs> there we go. So this guy, uh, I don't know what the, the actual baby diaper company was that he got in touch with. He called them. Oh, my God. And asked one of their higher-ups, wow. hey, would it be possible to make this particular kind of diaper, whatever it was, in adult size. And he, he then explains, he, he's like, he said, now the guy who worked for them there, he was clearly kind of shocked that I had asked this. He said, and I wasn't... I uh, wonder why. And, well, no, he, he, he says, I, I, w- I was kind of expecting that. Uh, but but I, I held him to, a, to an answer. And the guy from this company said, well, we would have all the materials here to make it happen, if we ever were to do that, uh, they would be in a, a certain amount per pack, and they would be in clear packaging. They wouldn't be putting the logo from that particular company on it. And the guy's like, this is our time, guys. Let's <laughs> rise up together and do this. And at the time, I laughed really hard. <laughs> I look back on it now, and I'm like, okay, the fact that the guy called that company was kind of crazy. But, right. wow, don't we, already, or don't we suddenly have it? So oh, there are we more friggin' diapers. But we, that's because the machines are different. Like, yeah. Pampers sure. machines and are totally different. all those places have specific machines. They, they have their own machines. Right? They have their own machines. And it's they, like crank yeah. out everything. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm trying to think. There's, there there's was a post also... on it about, or on Daily Diapers, about why they don't make larger diapers, and it's because the machines they just can't, can't, they can't do, do it. it. Yeah, they're not designed for that. Right. They, they only go up to a certain size. And, and there's also the adult size machines, because of, because of the adult diaper industry evolved to, to, you know, what it is now. I'm not talking the ABDL industry, but just adult diapers in general, evolved to where they are now with them mostly being plain colored because they were mostly intended for medical use and things like that. They didn't have to be cute designs and prints and things like that. But because of that, they actually cannot do targeted cutting on those machines, which is why, and this is a fun, this is a fun uh, experiment you can do at home. Uh, go and find all of your diaper brands from Rears, ABU, whoever they happen to be from, and you'll notice that the pattern repeats from the front waistband to the rear waistband. And the only differentiation in the pattern is in the wings of the diaper. And that's because the diapers have to repeat from waistband to waistband to waistband, and they can't do precision cuts. Whereas if you look at like Pampers and actual baby diapers, they actually can get like a, a cute color along the waistband or something like that. We can't do that on the adult machines because the machines physically cannot do a targeted cut to cut the diaper at exactly the right spot for that pattern to be on the waistband. So you can do the the only pattern you can really center on them that way is on the the tape zone. Uh, Jeremy you know. will fix that when he graduates yeah. college. So. Yeah, I graduated yeah. college. I personally build a machine. You're gonna build your own diaper machine. Uh-huh. Actually, go. boy, that would be a fun garage project. Oh no, 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 no! There's so much. Like if you watch how it's made, oh, how no. it's made did They're an episode good. on diapers oh, yeah. and just the materials and processing yeah. that goes oh, yeah. into the basic yeah. materials to build the freaking diaper yep. is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you, you can't do that at home. No matter how uh, much you, know, you, you can, if you've got a lot of time, willpower, and. I'm not talking for like money. mass. I'm not talking for mass production. I'm just talking like a. 
Yeah, like, yeah, a even t- like a t-shirt press. It's you know, like, but for it's what? so much more of a diapers. Like boutique diapers. Yeah, there you go. make them like you literally make them like one at a time. You know, like it would definitely. But you, you could take do this it. and you press the button and then you yeah. put more stuff. The hard, and the press hardest the part. The hardest part, honestly, would oh no. I mean, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. I suppose at the end of the day, you could mix the 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 sap and pulp in like a blender. Oh, I mean, you could, but there's it, so it many other materials that go into it, like. Yeah. Oh, even I know. between yeah. all the glues, all the and, glues everything, and everything, they use like yeah. five or six different types of glue, mm-hmm. and, and they, they all have a very specific spot. purpose. Because yeah. we should interview ABU on this. I feel like, I feel like they would have some insight. They they'd have all of the insight. Oh, I know they would. <laughs> right? They literally have all of the insight. Yeah, I think yeah, Mike and Casey would be good interview. What's that? I said Mike and Casey would be right. A that interview. would they be would. that would the two Mike, together. Mike and Casey, if you're listening, we should uh, we should do an interview with you. I've, uh, I've I'll three D print you a dick. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> and I will put your name on it if you a, like. That's oh what God. we give. That's what we give out as uh, as a uh, uh, prizes for for our our uh, guests on the show. Is you get a three D printed Russian dick. Um, so um, but it has to be a Russian dick, and you have to take the potato that comes with it. You get some peanut butter of your choosing, and you get some gift pe- bag. You get you get a free jar of peanut jam. There you go. Ducare <laughs> recipe. A nice ducare recipe. Well, there's, been, there's been a lot already. This brings us to... It's like the worst Christmas ever right there. Oh, jeez, <laughs> to God. Maybe for you, but Do for us, a Russian dick that was 3D printed. On the first day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. One Russian dick. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's just... We are now, and I'm not sure how we made it this far. A Russian dick. <laughs> We are now at the main event, which is the whole point I wanted the two of you to be on here. The main event? The main event. The main event. And no, it's not Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! That being said, Daddy hugs a lot and Baby hugs a little, which is just an adorable combination of names. And that goes well since the two of you are in a relationship. It's not just a big and little relationship. Uh, I, I guess there are it's a, a few other... One, <laughs> it's a little and big relationship. Uh, but there are two other words, among many, that describe it. And those two words would be age gap. One of you has a couple of years, and more the than, other one is, is a bit a younger. <laughs> more than a couple. What, what was the term you said before? Intergenerational. Intergenerational. Ooh. It, th- this age I didn't gap. Know that was legal. That's, that's what the psychologists yeah. call it. <laughs> there you go. So intergenerational slash age gap. Um, well, all right. I'll, I'll start out really broad here, and whichever of you would like to have, to answer this, go for it. What is the appeal of an age gap slash intergenerational relationship? Mm. Why do people like it? Who subscribe to it? Well, let's see. From my point of view, um, I, I'd have to say he. He keeps me young. Okay. <laughs> it's all or, the energy. Yeah, he, he, also, he also translates all the millennial speak for me. Hey. That's very helpful. You know, that's true. That's a valid point right there. Did you say he keeps you on fleet? Yes. On fleet. Keep, on fleet. What? The fuck does that even mean? <laughs> exactly. Can I get my you own have translator, to ask please? Too old. Ask a millennial. Means that it's good. About two years ago. Too, I'm sorry. Right? And what's the uh, one? What's ha- how is it? 
Fleek. F-L-E-E-K. Oh, so it's about two years old, so it's no longer used. How do you say that in Spanish? Oh, God. Mama mis huevos, chicharrón. I don't know what he said, but it sounded like food. Well, I I, I tried to put that in the quote list. Is it huevos like food? Isn't that a food? No. What is that? No, it is. It's eggs. Huevos. Yeah, yeah right? Okay. Yes. Look at How the fuck did I know that? I don't even speak Spanish. So. <laughs> no, but he's not talking about food An right age gap relationship. <laughs> From the little end. From the little end, Jeremy. What is something about the age gap relationship that would appeal to folks who are looking for a big? Well, I guess it comes down to you're not going to find... Well, I don't know. I have a really unique way about it. I'm not a big fan of people my age. <laughs> it sounds really weird. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But actually, no, it doesn't. <laughs> You're, I to, be, to be fair, I don't think any of us are your age. Well, so, so ever since I was younger, I would I would always gravitate toward older people. So when I was in school, I would always talk to the teachers rather than the students. Or whenever I was doing something like a camp, I would always be talking to the instructor instructors rather than the other students or i'd be doing a lot higher end stuff i sang in a men's choir for a while and i was the youngest person in there by 40 years so being in that choir made me well not 40 like 30 so it's like a mostly men's choir it was all men it was like it was a barbershop choir i sang barbershop mostly men it was like it's like five men and a baby yeah, more <laughs> fine, you got me there. But, but That's a good one. Right, I love. The I point love is, it. I'd always gravitated toward older people, and it just mm-hmm. happened that way in a relationship. I ended up looking for older men, but a lot of the older men I had come across were too nice or had sides about them that I didn't agree with. And then I met Daddy, and it kind of fell into place. And he was nice to me. Oh, I, I liked him back. And, and, and I have said. This an intergenerational relationship isn't something that I was actively searching for or, or seeking out. So, okay. in I, I'd have to say historically, um, I've always had younger people attracted to me. So I, I assume I've you know even before I became a daddy officially, I must have exuded some sort of daddy vibe. Uh, you totally have the, daddy vibes. Oh yeah, the, the I can feel like, them from here. Huge <laughs> daddy solution. <laughs> so. <laughs> Even before meeting Jeremy, um, you know, I would meet people that were maybe you know, even ten or fifteen years younger than myself mm. that were just you know, interested in an older person, and, and I would think. And the funny thing is, that at that time, I would think to myself, "What do I have in common with somebody that's uh, even you know a decade younger, or right. you know, fifteen right. or twenty years?" Because there there was somebody that even ten years ago, somebody that wanted to date me, and he was maybe fifteen years younger than I was. Okay, and I thought, well, "Where's that going to go?" Because what do right. I have in common and you know, all those kinds of things. So, but younger people have always been attracted to me, oddly enough. Well, didn't you have reservations about going out with me initially? You thought it was a... Or you thought it would be I, I did. weird because yeah. of the age thing? Yeah, there's, I, there's a lot of thought process that goes through your mind as the older... I mean, maybe as the younger person as well, but as the older person, there's a whole lot of thought process oh, yeah. through before deciding, oh, what the hell, we'll give this a try. Yeah. As the young person, it's really not that bad. The relationship itself wasn't a kicker for me. Well, I like the relationship, but it didn't seem odd to me until we started doing more public things. And then we can play the daddy-son relationship all day. And <laughs> around family. 
And right. when you're around One family, you get games. looks. <laughs> and those looks can be crazy. Or like trying to explain it to my parents initially. He's the same age as my parents. He's literally like, it sounds really weird, but he's 13 days older than my mother. So <laughs> no, no, no. 13 days younger than your mother. Oh, oh. Younger. Oh, yeah, 13 days Because that makes all the I'm difference. I'm still younger than your mother. <laughs> so, see, that would be quote board. Right Wait, no, I'm really 13 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's really weird to them because they don't... I mean, I guess the thoughts going through their heads are, oh my god, were we good enough parents that now he's dating this guy that's like a replacement for us? And, well, I would hope they don't think I'm replacing him with them. Mm-hmm. It it's definitely a thought that they would easily have. And yeah. I think they've had that conversation with me when it initially, or when I initially told them about the age difference. The whole problem with that too was it was a coming out to my parents because they didn't really know I was gay either. Oh yeah, so oh, it was a double whammy. whammy of, hey, I'm gay. Oh, and by the way, I have a partner that's like thirty years older than I am. Right. <laughs> <And laughs> right. so they, they were pretty happy with the gay part. But wait, there's more. Right. It's like the token in the family so now they can say they're progressive oh but well no that's the, good the yeah. age thing Put you on the mantle. probably puts them at odds with the situation well okay you gave the example that he keeps you young mm-hmm. that's certainly a benefit a pro as opposed to a con in general maybe you know ones that are specifically about your relationship or maybe just about the whole concept of the age gap relationships what would you guys say are some rewards and some benefits of it? You gave that example of it keeps the youthfulness within yeah. you. Um, I, as an older person, might normally sit at home and not go places as often as he would. Um, ah, but, okay. That's fair. Yeah. But, yeah um, but because of him, I do lots of travel now. God knows. We go fun places that I would normally just not go or sit at home. Like Hershey. Like Hershey. Okay, so you guys go places. Jeremy has sort of put put that bug within you, George, and you guys go and do things. So wherever it is that you guys actually go, who makes that decision? Do do you like at this point now that you you know you're going to be doing more? Do you sit down with them? You're like, okay, what is it that you want to? What is it that you want to do? Do you have ideas? Does he have ideas? Like, how does how does something like that begin? I, I, certainly, have, I certainly have lots of ideas. Um, I kind of want to show him the world. So I've done a lot of travel and. In my line of work, I've got to do a lot of business travel, um, both Europe and Asia. And oh, wow. um, I would love to drag him along and show him the rest of the world. Yeah, so that, that's one of my plans for him in the future. And when you're over there in Europe, make sure you come back with a whole bunch of beans for oh, everybody. Yeah, nice Europe tips. That's right. You get, um, Europe we tips. Want, we want at least German, one of all the, the German kinds. manufacturing lines. Yeah. Instead of the Chinese So ones. much more efficient. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> The Germans are efficient. Uh, All right, so I would have to say that there's two parts to it. And as much as I hate to say it, the financial situation is great because I have (laughs) all the money that I make is disposable where daddy's is the livable income. So whatever I have is or goes towards college or goes towards equipment or stuff like that that I can use to help my personal career kind of. And a portion of his income gets converted into disposables. Yes. <laughs> a portion of my income gets peed on. And that's yeah, 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 yeah. You're literally pissing your money but, away. <laughs> he is well loved. Technically, technically Jeremy's pissing your money you away. I guess. But. Um, although I, I do want to jump in here and say that 
I, I know that a lot of people think that the younger and older combination is sometimes somewhat sugar. Right. Yeah. Um, lifestyle and yeah. nature, and, and I have to say this, even though he mentioned it, this is not, certainly not a sugar. Yeah. Our relationship no. definitely doesn't so do it. He but. pays for his own school, he pays for his own insurance. I make him pay for his own insurance. <laughs> right. So there, right. there are things that, you know, I... Well, I also, I'm not going to sit back and pay everything for yeah. you. Yeah, I do a lot of right. disposable spending. So, like, I try and I try and pay as much as he'll let me pay for. Like, when we go out to eat and stuff like that, I'll try and pick up as many of the bills as I can, or I'll right. try and do that kind of stuff. And that's because to me, it's not. Or I like the relationship, and I'm not in it for the money. I know mm-hmm. there are relationships where people are, but for me, it's the person. And and yeah, I put yeah. a roof over his head, but. It was, you know, as far as money-wise, I'm putting a roof over my head, paying my own bills anyway. Right. He just lives there. So it's not like I'm paying above and beyond Mm -hmm. for him. I'd say the idea of sugar, for as much as it's, I don't know if I should use the word stigma, uh, when when you have a relationship like this, I will say that I've actually had both. I have had, well, actually more than one age gap relationship. And then I've had, had a relationship where she was about a year older than me. And I would say it wasn't the age gap relationship that was sugar. It was actually the other one. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the actual validity of it being something that sugar, oh, age gap. Okay. The young one is, you know, basically taking advantage, advantage of the older one. That's really set on an individual basis. Yeah. It's not, yeah. there really isn't truth to the, it. You sugar could call daddy, it a stereotype. The sugar daddy stereotype only happens because one person does it and then it's huge media coverage because everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's how everything works. But people like us would never get reported on because we're normal. Well, and I feel like, I feel like to a certain extent that that is that financial stability in whoever the older person in the relationship is it is sort of a natural byproduct of them just being older. Because yeah. typically, yeah. the older you get, the further you get into your career, you tend to make more money, et cetera, et cetera. Well, so, your life's established. Right? Correct. It, so you're going to be... Think mine isn't. It, it's and like if you're 18 and you're dating a, tw- a mid-20-year-old, they probably at least don't live with their parents, hopefully. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying that's always going to be the case, but like you got a pretty good chance that they've probably moved out and at least have a, a roommate or something like that. As sure. opposed to if you're dating an 18-year-old, they probably live with their parents. Yeah. You right. know? So, like, when you get that separation, there's a natural byproduct there because they are further in their life, you know. But I do think at some point that the tables will turn. So there will be a point at which I'm retired. Um, right. And, and then he'll and change he'll your diapers. Full time. So <laughs> I think the thinking is, okay, if, you know, if my, like my health insurance through my retirement plan through my company isn't that great, then maybe we'll be on his health insurance. And so Surely. I, I think... I'm, We're hoping I'm hoping there's it's millions work there. Both ways. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm hoping there's going to be millions there. <laughs> and then what? I can support us both. Health insurance? <laughs> no. In the retirement. Uh, going to be oh, yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. Famous. Famous. By that well, point in time, Jeremy, you're going to be like the famous part. You'll be the master of the whole engineer. Theater pacifiers. We're going to have a whole robotic nursery, and it's going to be amazing. Yep, and all of you are gonna want it, and just look for the Fet page in like five years. Yeah. Oh, five. Oh, there's five a years. clock. It'll there's be. A clock now. I'll post it in the Duke Ray page. <laughs> the Duke Ray page. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just saying, if there's not actually a Duke Ray um, page by the time this gets posted, I'm gonna be upset. And we all should like just yeah, join this thing. 
Like it, it doesn't matter what it is it's or what it means. You just need to join it. That's the whole thing. You know. There will be some great conversation. Oh yeah, the Duke of Ray page will be. It, it'll be the new epic. Uh, okay. It'll be the new young ABDL. <laughs> the even younger ABDL. Oh god, this is why I love like you. The Duke of Ray chat room. Yeah. The Duke Ray chat room. Come, come join the Duke Ray chat room. Yes, Tiny Duke Ray. Have your appreciation what? of Jin here. Duke Ray Con. It's all, it's all the chat rooms, like all the chat rooms that have been created, and no one uses Discord. I don't understand. Uh, you haven't found the right servers, bitch. They always seem to use like obscure Java-based, like outdated chat services that are hosted on like obscure sites, and it's like... You don't like Omegle? Use dis- what? You don't like Omegle? ASL, dude. Yeah. ASL. <laughs> <laughs> Omegle, the site where you can see anything. Uh, <laughs> chat roulette? Yeah, but um, anyway. yeah, I don't understand. I, I for a long time I thought like chat roulette and chatterbait were the same site. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone else did. So. Uh, anyway, okay, right. here's another uh, another individual one. It, it may or may not apply. Okay. George, um, are you technologically declined like me? <laughs> I, I am an IT guy for a living, and my, my degree, ah, okay. even though my degree is from the 1980s, is in computer science. So okay, very oh, good. I, I, have, I have moved with the times. Ah, very so good. you know how to change vacuum tubes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One out, you know, yeah. pop it into Can you, um, not can you build still... me a calculator room? <laughs> 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 not that there still aren't times when I once in a while have a technical question that I throw his way. Because okay. You, the, the, you knew where I was going. The this breadth thing. of technology is I helped just him set so up a mouse last week. Anymore. We got a new wireless oh, gaming mouse. One of the ones with the ball. Yeah, and it's not that I couldn't set up a mouse. It's just that it, it was playing the daddy. I sometimes like to play the daddy role of, oh, I'm stupid with technology. Would you please set it up for me because you're the little guy? Ah. So we play that game sometimes. Okay. That's, that's why he set up my mouse. Now so it's, cute, it's out, cute watching him blush because he didn't realize that's what was happening. I didn't realize this was happening. It's adorable. But the I, look on his face across the room as he like is realization. Or he's okay. like, yeah, of course. Why Why would I think he I thought you depended on me for technology. Well, <laughs> I will say this to you. It's like a crux of our relationship. When everything you do is when it comes to, um, you know, me saying, I'm a daddy and I am incredibly stupid and I don't know what in the hell I'm doing. It's not a game. Yeah, wow, we Guys, we have a recording of Zoro saying that. Either way, yes. You know the power at our fingertips. <laughs> yes. The, the there was the angel who came directly from God Almighty down to me at the perfect time of my life. Wow. This is when I actually started to get, actually, you took me to get the what thing. What happened? It was. Um, oh my God! He had a flip phone for yes. the longest time. Yes. When I met this guy, he had a flip phone. People yep. flip. And bear in mind, I met him what like this six like years, five, six years ago. Yep. Like, like way, way beyond the acceptable time to have a flip phone. Yes. Like, I like back, back when your grandpa was using an iPhone. Yes. <laughs> Zorro was still using a flip phone. It was yes. Only, they were only up to like iPhone four or something at that point. Oh, only. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I get this thing. I show it to. Was it a... Oh, was it Galaxy uh, um, Five? No, there was four. There were four Galaxy Galaxies. Four. In it. There, it was. It was. There were four galaxies inside the phone. 
They yeah. know there's not actual <laughs> yeah. galaxies. No, 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 I figured there was something Listen, small there, like from a movie. He's, like seen, Men in he's Black. seen the movie Men in Black. It's yes. the easiest way to explain it to him. Yes. Okay. There's a whole mini there universe four, inside it, your phone, and that's the well, magic that it runs. I will say, maybe I'm declined, but I'm not a failure. Right. I, I am holding nine galaxies at this point. Woo! Thank you. In rose gold. But at the, the time. The color of phone. <laughs> that was rose gold. Yeah, oh, it's rose gold. It is rose. I and the, to ask do you know the funny <laughs> thing is? I asked him this, and the answer was not, it was the only color they had. It was, I like rose gold. And I literally just wanted to be like, all right, yeah, man card. I don't feel think bad. I, a problem I looked at it too. There was <laughs> rose gold, and then this god awful purple. Those were the only yeah. choices of color, despite what he tells you. I'm just saying, rose gold <laughs> or purple, give me purple. I just rose gold is whatever the color was that I chose. The appropriate answer was the I opposite. I, I just I see since, how this since works. we're trying to illustrate how like technologically incompetent Nate is. Incom like, incompetent, te right? Not incontinent. incontinent. Okay. Yeah, in incontinent with technology. He's <laughs> yes. literally just pissing his money away on it. So I just want you guys to know, and I really wish we had a video podcast because I would grab his phone and put that shit on camera. But I'm just saying. Just so when you get a new phone, right, and you open that box and you got that new technology smell and it's great, and you take the phone out, there's that little piece of plastic over the screen, and then there's usually a separate one around the rest of the phone, and it's got the little pull tab, and you pull that off. Yeah, he still has that shit on. It not only it. does not only does he still have it on, it started to fall off, so he taped it on. Yeah, it covers it perfectly. But you don't have a case or a screen protector. I'm getting there. Or anything. I'm getting there, okay? I didn't find one that this I like yet. I didn't I, find I just, one I like holidays yet. Holidays are coming. Right? It has to I go with the rose gold. I know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> Apparently. You're, you're getting a fucking... A $5 yeah. screen protector. Yeah, a $5 <laughs> screen protector. That's <laughs> how that works. Yeah. Like, and, the, and the thing is, they, he got his phone at Best Buy. <laughs> like, they literally sell them right there. You could have just bought one. I couldn't decide. They have many wonderful options. The, screen the worst protect, part is... With the screen protector, at least. They, they're supposed to, as retail employees, upsell. sell as much as they can. Upsell, upsell, so upsell. So they probably told him, oh, hey, you should like buy a screen times. protector, yeah. you should buy a case and all these other things. Well, yeah, he, he just did. doesn't understand what it is. He, he took he me over and showed me yeah. a bunch of them. You should have. He gave me options. And you rejected them all. I didn't know which one I wanted. I have this little piece of plastic that comes with the phone. Why do I, I need to use it? Why do I need to buy a screen protector? It came with one. Exactly. <laughs> the screen is protected. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Nate. Anyway, it's pretty protected. Uh, what yeah. are we talking? Do you buy about? just one diaper, or do you eventually buy multiple? <laughs> do you eventually buy multiple? Well, it depends on the brand. Maybe I just. Well, if it depends. You buy a lot. If it depends oh, on the brand. Uh, well, okay. So we've spoken of the idea of benefits of an age play. Well, in your case, age, age play, age, age gap, gap yeah. but of a, an age gap relationship. Let's go the polar opposite of that. There are pitfalls, or I guess you could call them challenges. And more than likely, you guys have been together, what did you say, three years? Going on three, uh, two and a half. Two and a half. So there likely had to be some of these that you've met already. Some challenges. How did you deal with them? And what were they? Hmm. And give me details now. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know if we've had challenges necessarily. I can't think of anything specific, but I, I am careful to remember that he's at a different point in his life than I am. Mm -hmm. and might want to do different things. So he might want to eat junk food all the time. That's fine. He's a college mm. student. Go have some junk food. He might want to 
day drink, go, that's fine. You're a college student, go day drink. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm older, not a day drinker. Um, so one of the things, and I mean, because quite honestly, I did a lot of research on it. Mm. Know, one of the things that they said was, you know, realize that he's at a different point in his life and let him have those experiences that you might have already had and you're over them and you're done with them and you sure. don't want to do them again, but he hasn't done them and he might want to do them and so go let him do all the crazy things that a, a crazy college student would do. Right. So I, I certainly <clears throat> make allowances for that. And if anything, I try to instigate him to go do crazy things. <laughs> yeah, it's also hard to jump into somebody's pre-established life. You've been living it for a while, and when you come into it, you don't know where to fit yourself into it. So, uh, like, yeah, that's true. Initially, it's my house and everything's furnished by me. And, mm-hmm. Right. You know, he, he comes with a, a bag. Don't you nod seat. your head? Well, so the other <laughs> bit to it is pretty much after I moved in. It was about a month later, he had to go on a business trip, and he was gone for an entire week, so I was in this brand new house by myself for an entire week, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do. I was just trying to figure out what to do, and I, I mean, I didn't die, which is good. <laughs> the house didn't but, burn down. Yeah. That's, that's so usually a survived. step in the right direction. But it, it's, it was different, and... Yeah. It didn't feel right initially, and I'm still, well, I mean, if he goes on a business trip again, I'll, I'll be fine now, but it's those firsts that were really awkward, and I didn't understand, and as I, like, everything gets easier as you go on in the relationship, but initially, you're not sure of yourself, you're not sure of the relationship. Kind There's of a lot feel of like doubt. a stranger in somebody else's life? Well, so the of. other bit is stigma. Stigma affects everybody and when you like it was hard during that week because you feel different because of the stigma and you obviously aren't living the life everybody else is living around you and being in a completely different age group i see all the people on facebook or twitter or wherever or my buds from school or whatever they're all living incredibly different lives and i'm not i'm happy with the life that i'm living now but it's not the normal and it's not anywhere close to anybody else's all your experience. friends don't have daddies too yeah. <laughs> oh, they they, they really would should. wish if they saw what I actually do. I, I I see my wife over here like nodding and smiling along and like giving like the yeah yeah hand at, at Jeremy here. But I mean we're only we're only eight years apart. But I I, pro- I assume it's probably similar for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think the hardest thing, especially first. Moving in was that was relocated. That's was true, yeah. she moved an hour and a half from her family? To my here. my life is well, and I relocated, and I'm essentially a housewife now. My <laughs> life is cooking and cleaning and errand running and stuff that I never really saw myself doing at 26. And all of my girlfriends are taking spontaneous trips to New York and going to Philly and going to Kingdom Coming Back. And it's like, you know, that's nice. And it's, you almost feel like you're just not. You feel like you're getting left behind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because you didn't get those fun experiences to just like, who cares about bills this month? Put it on the credit cards. Let's. Let's run to New York and spend two weeks there. This is a public service announcement. Please do not do that. <laughs> that's well, yeah, that's right. and that's kind of the problem is so, if she did have that inkling, I would totally be like, no, 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 no. But no, no, you no. did stuff like that. You, you. Oh, 
I totally maxed out all my fucking credit cards at like eighteen, and, and then and then spent the oh, yeah. next decade paying them off. And I'm not saying that that's twenty five. My credit was ruined. Yep, <laughs> my credit was destroyed. And now I'm a fanatic about my yep. credit. Yeah, yeah but, but those are experiences. Those are difficult life lessons. I don't everybody think, has. I don't, I don't think you're supposed to have. No, you're not supposed to have experience. those experiences. And and you you are you are being spared that, those experiences by learning from my experience. So us, with left every out. with right. every yeah. you're saying it as the the negative. The you know you used to go. Put it fucking negative. Shut up. <laughs> you used to go. In your twenties, to bars and sing karaoke, absolutely, and yeah. dance with people, Personal and I spent, you smoke cigarettes and drink <laughs> lots of alcohol, yep. and I spent my twenties at home running the vacuum and petting the puppy, and, and I I enjoy this <laughs> life, and I wouldn't change it, but it's like you feel like you've skipped an entire. Yeah. How did yeah. I get so section- all of a sudden? Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> right. You, you, it's nine o'clock. Why am I tired? Yeah, you feel. <laughs> I I sit there and I feel like, and it, it obviously has its goods because I like I said I wouldn't change it. I love the fact that you know I'm 26 and I have a big beautiful house and we have disposable income and I'm able to essentially be a housewife and that's amazing because I have no. Job skills, and so it was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez, don't okay. sell yourself no. short or anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I don't, though. <laughs> and that's another thing, is I never built up a career to move from, and at one point, we would discuss, it's like, well, you know... Yeah, that's the if, hardest part. If you, don't, if you don't have something that you want to build to, your income at this point is null and void... In our relationship, yeah, because you're only making a little bit more than minimum wage. So until you figure it out, why not stay home and not have to share the responsibilities of making dinner and keeping the house up and running errands and you know, so it's the best of both worlds for the two of us because I don't mind doing that stuff and I don't have to do it. <laughs> but at the same time. Part of me sort of just like, you know, it's like, it's you the miss, same scenario. I'm supposed to be getting white girl drunk right yeah, now. You miss yeah. Opportunities. yeah, you miss out on opportunities. White girl wasted! I, I kind of feel like I'm at the point in my life where some of the people who got pregnant at 18 are now. Yeah. Wait. Where they're at home with their kid and their husband. I really and... thought that was going to be mom. I, I, I don't... What? No, nothing. No. Like... Well, and we have similar lives, except for it's like, I don't have a kid. Good. So it just, it feels weird. And in moving in, the first, probably, I'd say, three, four months, you feel like you're an you're intruder. intruding on someone's life, yeah. And you feel like an outsider in someone else's home, which is even worse, because you're unsure of yourself to begin with, and here's this whole other layer of complexity on top of it. And you didn't get to pick out any of the furniture, any of the wall decor, any of the pillows, any of the blankets, any of the beds. I, I oh, and God forbid you try to change out, anything. I did let you pick out a pet. Luckily, he doesn't want to pick out a pet. Anymore. Yeah, I don't like it. But <laughs> He's not a decorator. <laughs> um, to expand on what you're saying, I've missed out on opportunities that I'm never going to get again in my life. 
And while I'm okay with that, there's still opportunities I could have done. Like, the one is I got a job offer for something in Boston, and I could have completely moved to Boston had I been just myself. Because I could have been running a whole operation, and I'd be totally fine by now. But I had Daddy back at home, and we were maybe a year into the relationship, and I was really comfortable with where the relationship was going, and that was a big factor in saying okay, well, maybe I want to do this instead. So there are definitely opportunities and things that you're going to miss out on, but I don't see it as a bad thing because there's so many other opportunities you get because of the relationship. Okay. Now you have, you're grounded and you have a rock that you can fall back on should you ever feel like crap. Like there are, I mean, I guess it's the normal millennial thing now, but we all have social anxiety and all this other garbage. But when I do feel like crap and I feel really bad about myself, I can just snuggle up with him and I feel a lot better. And that's a big confidence booster. You don't realize it until you need it. And once you need it, you're so grateful it's there. And you can do so many other things on top of it. Like all the stuff that I do for school, uh, I'm doing a lot of engineering projects. And I can do those engineering projects because I don't have to worry about the roof over my head. And I don't have to, like I can put a lot of more time into my studies and Hmm. do something productive because I guess that's fair because you're not like paying for a dorm yeah I work I work 20 hours 20 to 30 hours a week and the rest of my time I pretty much spend in school or at home with daddy and Hmm. it's not that bad and I get a lot of college opportunities now because I don't have to make all that extra money to support myself I can spend a lot of time working in the lab doing whatever engineering projects need to be done for the school and it's really reassuring i have a question i have a question for you yeah do you sometimes feel like that i had this a lot when we first started that you're taking so much and giving so little yeah well that's a given that'll equalize when i get old so yeah. one, one of the things I want to touch on is is that, you know because of that age difference, right. my hope is that at some point in my life, the tables might turn a little bit, and then if I need care, that he would be there for. So that I guess maybe that's one of the upsides. Well, and, and your your age True. gap is True. significant enough that he'll still be working for a good bit after you retire. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of. In in this case, you know, not so much. I'll be working through his entire retirement, and that's fine. It's yeah. great. I'll probably retire about the time he finishes school and gets his first job. Mm-hmm. If if all my retirement plans go, that's yeah, properly. that's fair. It, yeah, it'll be, it'll be an early retirement. But right. Still, um, right. But that so I guess that's one of the upsides. But surely, sure. <laughs> on, on the downside, there a lot of I put a lot of thought into the fact that I will be gone be, while he is still. Yep. Going. Yeah, and I didn't so even I think. I leave him very sad. Well, I didn't even. I didn't even think about it. Like, cause I've had that thought with the two yeah. of us, and we're only eight years apart. Yeah. And I, I'm like, but like, I've justified. That's it by a lot more realistic. Be able to be with him for half of his life. But Jeez. you take what you can get out of the circumstance. So yeah. I would never trade up the opportunity that I have now with being with him for the fact that he might pass away on me one day. Because I know that even when that happens, I'll have lived an amazing life with him and I'll have made his life really great and I can do something else after. I I don't want to say you're... The unique part about this relationship is when he finally leaves my life, I will be in more or less my prime. And at that point, I can go off and do anything, literally anything else. 
And that's not a that's not Hopefully a thing. I've done of, a good job at raising you. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's not a thing of <laughs> I'm waiting for you to die to go off and do this. <laughs> go 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 gallivanting around. With, I'm counting yeah. down the hours. He's, he's gonna <laughs> go get him, he's gonna go get himself a twenty year old then. There you go. <laughs> well, that, that's what There's a him, whole new opportunity. Go, go yeah. get a twenty year old. It worked out real well for me. <laughs> so there's a whole new life. It's like okay, well you pay it forward, Jeremy. Pay it forward. The fact of me knowing that I'd be gone before him, I, it almost was a showstopper in, in starting up the relationship. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the fact that what kind of put that fear aside was I was in a relationship for almost 18 years with my late husband, and he passed away. So there you know, there was an example of I thought I was going to be happy for the rest of my life, but I only got half a lifetime. And was he was he and, your And it was still age. a wonderful half a life. He was two years older, but yeah, m- might as well say age. You know, that's that's a fine example of it right there. The very thing that Jeremy, well, it's a 100% guarantee, the very thing that I Jeremy know what will he's go, going through, to go through. You've done it it's, already. It's hard. Well, I guess yeah. I also have a unique perspective on it. Think like, I don't, I think of the people that come into my life as experiences, and even if they leave my life, I don't look back and think sadly on it. I think of the good parts of the relationships that I've had, and that's what carries with me. Well, sure. Even not having the person around. It just means that you don't have the person around and you can't do the things that you used to do, but you still have all the memories of what you have done. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is reassuring to know that you've been given these experiences that shape and define your life and you wouldn't have it any other way because right. it's, the, it, it's what makes you you. And it's what yeah. defines a person. And uh, Aside from, it, let's call it extenuating circumstances, because they do exist, when you look back on a relationship, the first things that come to mind, well, okay, initially you have a relationship that ends and okay, there's a bitterness and there's all these things and all that's fresh and you know, this is what you're going to, you're going to say to folks, well, why aren't you together? Well, because of these bad things. But when you look back on a relationship in a, in a long-term kind of way, what you're looking back on and what you are thinking about and what you are remembering are the only things that really matter. You're remembering the good stuff. Mm-hmm. most everything else it's not what's the phrase time heals all wounds yeah that sort of thing mm-hmm. unless you just can't remember anything at all what you <laughs> will remember are those good things and having had experiences is experience that's a it's a really good word to use for it because that's what you will recall like your late husband mm-hmm. you don't probably don't think back to the fact that maybe his breath stank in the morning or something like that <laughs> You think back to the fact that, like, you're like, okay, I come home from work, and I'm really pissed off about this, and he knew what to say. That sort of, I'm just right. up with examples. That or really that, like, or that, yeah, or that time he Dutch ovened you, or... Well, yeah, you gotta do <laughs> that, too. That's the important stuff. It isn't a real relationship. <laughs> that's like, that's <laughs> you like, had that experience, It's right? funny, I, I saw, I see, I see this, like, YouTube couple that, like, pranks each other all the time, and I'm like... Oh That's going to be a lot of fond memories. Like, in the moment, you're like, God damn it, don't fucking do right. that. But, like, you know, like, five, ten years down the road, they're like, oh, you remember that one? I got you so good, you know? It's, it's right. like, you know, it's, it's the fact, that's the kind of shit you remember, though. Oh, so, all right, on a later note, the sex is oh, really good. good because I don't have to 
do anything. Figure it out. <laughs> HR so, figured it out. And yes, I, I didn't, our, I didn't realize it was all the tricks. I didn't realize it was difficult to figure out. Oh god! You know, like I had the one first of those few experiences. Did you have one of those? Did you have one of those? Uh, is like a red and blue ball with shapes on it. And you put the little yellow shapes in the hole, and you just go like the shape matches the hole, and you put it. I always thought it was just like that. Yeah. You just, you just. I Not got a thing. I got a thing, and there's a it's hole different. the same shape. Well, you just. Just, There's a lot of priming work that goes into it <laughs> well, so that it doesn't sure. hurt like hell. Oh, like a carburetor, you like push here Whoa. three times and then. Okay. What? Um. <laughs> age gap relationship, intergeneration, intergenerational relationship surprises. What's something that surprised both of you that perhaps uh, you wouldn't have thought otherwise? Um. What's okay. something you're like? Oh I'm wow! Surprised that he's a lot more. Mature than I thought somebody his age would be, but I, I don't know, maybe that's not so much a surprise, but it, it's definitely one of the reasons I'm with him. Um, yeah. I've met a lot of other people that are his age that I would never have a relationship with. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, so. If you're listening to this podcast, please don't get offended. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, if they're listening to this podcast, they probably already are. I'm just saying. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm continually surprised at how m- mature he can be sometimes. Well, no, so for his age, sometimes he can be really immature and sometimes he can be really mature. Yeah, I don't wow. know of any surprises. There hasn't been any shockers, anything you're like, oh, wow. Oh, God. He has to take pills. I don't have to take any pills. <laughs> so we can't go places without forgetting those damn pills. Or the sleepy machine. That was a surprise, but at the same time, oh, it, it's just another part of life, so you take it. Now, do you get then do you get the pill sorter where you put your your AM and PM? I, I refuse the, to do yeah. that. You do you refuse to do that? Is that is that is that a, is that a boundary mixed, for you? I take a week's worth and I mix them all up in a bottle. It's like a cocktail, yeah. and you're just like, you know what? I'm supposed to take them all this week anyway. Well, no, I just pick out like from that from that. I just pick out like one of each. Okay. Each oh, oh, yeah. like one. He of knows each. which task. So we, it's measured. It's seven days are measured out, but they all just sit in one big. That seems dangerous. Bottle. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. Like, what Only if, if take, they're identical. Yeah. What if you take like three of the wrong ones? It's like or... size difference or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> size matters in this situation. Right. Yeah. No. Totally. But yeah, this is America. The pills or those? Huh? I said this is America. We're all on pills. I mean that. Yeah, that's fair. Not if you're. Uh, not as some, some, not if you're in your twenties. Some 20s. by prescription. <laughs> some by choice. Not for Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's the surprise. That, that is the surprise. I love well, that that's the surprise. So you wouldn't think it unless you have to go through it, and then it's really different. Like, your grandparents take pills. No, yeah, I know. That's I, why I, I'm like, I love that that was not the your, surprise. Now my partner is. Because from, okay, yeah, that's from a, your perspective, that's a big jump. Like, yeah. The, oh, the old people take pills. Oh wait, my yeah. boyfriend's taking pills. Was was there? Yeah, was there a shock the 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 I day you came down and saw him with his glass of water and like a handful uh-huh. of pills? I know. Was that like it's weird. woo pill life? Yeah, woo. it's weird. I keep a prilos, a bottle of Prilosec in my purse and in my car. Yeah, that's just a woman. For me. I also I also make her carry my chapstick, but that's because I'm kind of anal about my chapstick. Okay. It's all not right. it's not anal <laughs> chapstick. Oh, all right. Okay. No, I didn't want to go there. I don't even know if Bert's Bees makes chapstick. that. Bert <laughs> new from Bert's Bees, anal <laughs> chapstick. <laughs> oh, it's cherry flavored. Wait, what? 
No? Come on, that was a rim job joke. You guys are awful. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a that was really <laughs> shot. Definitely. We're awful. What? Because we're the awful. Yeah, you're the awful well, one. Okay. I'm, I'm making the jokes. All you have to do is laugh at them. God. When were you born? 1997. 97. Oh my god, you're young. Yes, that's Jesus. the whole fucking point. Like, that's why I'm... Gen- that's why I'm making this distinction. Oh my god! I just, that's why they're on just, the age I, gap episode. I just I know, but you have to understand, Nate. I feel so old right now. Yeah, I'm old because like I'm thinking of shit I was doing in 1997. I was uh-huh. in college you know? in 97. I was yeah. four. Uh. Yeah, it's weird that your partner watching you Princess Light right? as you were mm-hmm. being born. Yeah, that's that's weirder. That's mm-hmm. weirder. I mean, yeah, that's definitely. I would have been. I would have been like, you know, driving around in my like pimped out Eagle Talon. As they say in Rick and Morty, uh, hey, <laughs> would you want to tap that? Would you want to tap the, uh, What's it called? I'm trying to remember the quote. To be fair, I, I think I think a lot of things before Rick and Morty said, "Hey, you want to tap that." Well, it's the now. I think it's about specifically like half of New York City. Do you want to wrap that? It's I the think that's... intergenerational relationship between two of the characters in the show, um, and also interdimensional. The father saying, <laughs> "Oh, hey, would you be comfortable with your um or with that boyfriend coming in as you're delivering the baby, saying, oh, hey, I want that. I'm going to tap that when it's older.' But George didn't meet you when you were literally a swaddled infant. Yeah, but those <laughs> thoughts go through your head. But those thoughts point. are illogical. No, they're not. Thank you, Spock. Not when you're 30 years age difference. But okay. you're not... Yeah. Like... You go, you go to okay, a lot I, of weird places because. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess I see what see, you're saying. However. You're nice. I play the, the game of how old was I when blank. <laughs> so when yeah. when he brings something. When up, I'm playing the remember when game with my friends. Remember when. We're Reagan? reminiscing about our younger years. Berries. She likes to chime in with like what grade she was in, <laughs> and I'm always like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, also, for those of you listening at home, we're all eating cookies right now. We've gotten to the eating portion of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for the ASMR portion. There you right. go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, George, earlier you had said uh, one of the things uh, when you researched it was to bear in mind that, you know, the younger person of an age gap relationship, but they are having experiences now that the older end of it has already had. And it's important to allow them to have those experiences to not interfere. You even said you fostered yeah. some. That being said, not just in your opinion, but also in yours, Jeremy, what is advice that you would give to someone who might well get onto a group on FetLife, such as Age Gap 20 Plus? What What's some advice uh, for somebody... It's not like they're necessarily thinking, hey, I would like an age gap relationship. But when you stumble across <laughs> it, and, and very very much as you said, you weren't looking for it. So when somebody, they come into some circumstance, they meet somebody who's, you know, considerably younger or older, what's some advice you could give to them at that moment as it, it suddenly becomes a thought to them for the first time? Initial advice, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Hmm. <laughs> put you on the hot seat. Yeah, don't don't so, put him on the spot or anything. No, no. not at all. Not I would all. say don't let the stigma get you down because you're yeah. gonna think it's crazy and ridiculous, and it's gonna feel incredibly out of place 
but you're the only one thinking that. Well, I mean, other people are thinking that too, but <laughs> you're making too much of a big deal out of it. There, there's so much more helping. fun that you can have with an older partner that you can't have with a younger partner. And that's not, that's not telling you to go out and get an older partner. It's saying if you happen to fall into that kind of relationship and the chemistry works, don't throw it to the wayside because of the age. The age is just something to overcome. It's, so really, age it's is just, just a, a number, is, is your answer? More or less. I mean, is it isn't because there's so many other things that go into that age, like yeah. the fact that they are physically older and can't do everything you're doing, but it, it's still not that much of a limiter. I mean, so long as they're not like 70 and you're like Uh-oh. 20. Uh-oh. I mean, um, you can, if, and if that works right. for you, that's totally fine, but I would see more difficulty in that age difference than our 30 years. Right, but... Absolutely. That's a, yeah, that's that, boy. Like, they're more. That's an interview I'd like to yeah. listen to, because that, that's a. I think it exists. You guys, you guys, I think you, have... guys, you guys have a manageable age gap. Mm-hmm. Sure. That, that to me, like 70 and 20, that's just like a. I well, just, I if just we're can't 10 years older, 30 and 60 isn't that bad either. Right. Like, it's just because it's 20 and 50, well, 21 and 51 that it's. Seems... But that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. You're talking like, 70 and 20. You're talking about someone who's like their life is about over, and someone who doesn't even know what. Because yeah. I remember when I was twenty, I thought I was an adult, and I thought I had life figured out. And then every five years or so after that, you start to realize, no, you're not, and no, you didn't. <laughs> they are having a conversation about cookies over here. He took the good cookies. Oh and no. Oh no! That I didn't yeah. like. Listen, there, that's the privilege of being the the older one in the relationship. I call it you, the daddy tag. I trust right. you him. Get, yeah, you get. To I eat. trust him, so I can go get yeah. a glass of water. You get a and what? I come back. Of what? A glass of water. What? What? Water. Water. Oh water. yeah. Water. 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 I am from Philadelphia. Peanut jam. Thank you. All very right, much. moving on. <laughs> um, but back to advice. Yeah. Um, I would advise them to do the same research that I did. Do do a lot of reading on what you're in for for a intergenerational relationship. Watch for um, morning. But and, and Watch. but like Jeremy said, don't get wrapped up in the stigma that is out there of everybody assuming that you're doing it for you know sex and for money. Oh God, no. that was the worst part. Like the sex and the money. No. <laughs> That <laughs> seems like the two best parts. Yeah, I mean, the, those are, no, those those are the two stereotypes that everybody goes to instantly. Yeah. Is, you know, he's the he's older one's the doing money it to have sex with the younger one, and the younger right. one's doing it to get money from the right. other. Right. Right. I'm sure my parents assumed in the beginning when they first found out about it that I was gold digging or something, and then when they actually saw, like, we went to dinner together with my parents, and they saw the relationship and the dynamic, and then they're like, "Oh shit, he's for real," and I'm like. Yes, because the relationship was validated at that point. But it's a like seeing seeing you guys like socially interact. Mm -hmm. It's definitely something you're going to encounter, and people like. I mean, I guess it comes down to your morals and ethics. They won't say it to you, but they'll think it. Yeah, I personally am not gold digging, but literally anybody could say that, and they could easily think it based off our relationship. And it, it's not yeah, to I me, can, I mean, but I can see that. somebody could totally think that. And they'll yeah. tell you, and you're going to second-guess yourself, and then you're going to, if you're if you're in the relationship because you care about the relationship, you're going to see the fact that, 
oh, well, I do a lot more too, and I try and pay as much as I can, and I do as much as I can for the for the relationship, and that just becomes part of your confidence with it. And I, w- I would hope and assume that, you know, that the communication in the relationship would be good enough that you could literally just be like, do you feel like I'm taking advantage of you, or do you, you know, like... We've had those conversations. And you have yeah. to have those conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as, as awkward as it might seem... It's best to air that and be like, listen, I can't help but feel like I'm taking advantage of you. Do you feel like I'm taking advantage of you? Because I don't want you to feel that way, and I don't want to be doing that, if that's the case. And, you know, just just have that conversation. He calls me out on stupid shit, too. Like, when he doesn't (laughs) think I'm pulling my weight, he'll call me out on it. And I feel bad for it, because I'm not the most observant person in that way. But (laughs) I'll try and rectify it and make it better. Yeah, he's got a chore list. <laughs> wait, when, wait, he doesn't wait. Do, when he doesn't do those chores, he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. Does, that, he, get a, that, does he get a gold about, star if he does do the chores? Right. That, that's more going into the Abbeydale daddy's <laughs> son territory than it is the... What, what are the chores? What's, what, does, he get his, does he get his allowance so he can go see a movie with oh, his, his friends? That's a good <laughs> distinction to make. Does he get a good pop? There's a, a good, difference. A nice cold... A nice cold pop? Yeah, ours, our relationship... Is skewed a little bit from the normal, yeah. older, younger because because we of the role play the daddy son a lot, right? Yeah. Right. I guess yeah, and that, yeah, that probably or, that probably or, flows. Well, there's yeah. a distinction to be made play. between the relationship and the difference in age in the relationship, and then the ABL portion of it, which yeah. is like this whole daddy son mechanic that works into your life, and it's really great to have, and it's really. Like, it makes it feel that much more authentic when he's trying to diaper you at night and you feel little and he makes you feel little because of the age difference. I was about to ask, do you think the ABDL portion of your relationship is enhanced because of that? It definitely is enhanced, but it's only enhanced in so much that it looks a little more authentic. And for me, I have a harder time getting into that subspace, so for, or into that little space. So for people that naturally fall into little space, I mean, it doesn't matter because they're going to do it anyway. But for me, it's definitely something that helps. I'm not saying that you should, if you can't get into your little space, go out and find an older daddy because <laughs> right. that's probably that might that, that probably won't work for you. It, it doesn't work for me, marriage, really. <laughs> but there are times when it does, and it, it's such a crazy reinforcement. And it feels really natural because of it. That's really fantastic. Yeah. Well, daddy hugs a lot and baby hugs a little. I love saying it. It just sounds awesome. <laughs> it just sounds awesome. How can folks get in touch with you if they want to? Is there a... Uh, feel free. My fat profile. Uh, daddy hugs a lot. All one word. All one? No, all no underscores, dashes, periods. Okay. Daddy hugs a lot. And then would that be the same for baby hugs a little? Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, thank you to the both of you. To Star Platypus. To Post-Apocalyptic Daddy. <laughs> I still to, need to change that. To Bumble Bitney. Bumble to, Bitney. Uh, to uh, a cat or two. As well as a pooch, wherever the pooch is at. He's in his kennel. Right. And uh, uh, these just keep getting better and better. I, I thoroughly enjoy these podcasts, and I thank you all for having been the reason why. And if you guys enjoy these podcasts, us. please let us know. Because, you know, we're going to keep doing them, but the more that we know you like listening to them, the, the more we're going to do them. Please Absolutely. like, comment, subscribe yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, like us, comment, subscribe, and don't forget to hit that bell. Yeah. 
The bell icon. There you go. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, right. and on Twittergram. Yes. That's right. And, and, and make sure you check out the Duke Ray page. On yes. Oh God, yes. no, not the Duke Ray page. That's right. right. And, and don't, don't forget, hunt down the elusive peanut jam king on FetLife. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I always like to end every one of these episodes with a few sweet words that sound a little something like this. There are always dreams to be dreamt, fairy tales to be told, happily ever afters to be pursued, memories to be made, that constant yearning to find completion, the greatest passion yet to be found, that deepest love yet to be discovered, that perfect story to be written, and the opportunity awaiting to feel it all, again and again. Until next time. Blessings to you all. Take care.